0: From downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main
1: Podcast. Boom, shakalaka. This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about the new E3 rumors. Hey,
0: I bought another game I haven't tried yet
1: Little
2: Robot, Big
1: Money. <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, Episode Two Hundred and Seventy. Your place for us to talk about E Three rumors month before the actual event and all that shit. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey. Our two Dragon Quest better than one, Johnson.
0: I'm Jeremy. Let me off this ride already, Mikowski.
1: I'm John Hundred Air Knitter. Hundred Air. That's a. Hundred I think I, I think I'm always a hundred air. I think you should at least be. Wow. Everyone should always be a hundred air because
0: I'm a dozen air.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm like a thousand. I mean, you know, a thousand air most of the time.
0: Wow, savings, Mister Moneybags. Hundred air,
1: hundred air is what like <laughs> you have like a hundred dollars. I've I'm I'm past the time of spending all of my money like in in a week like I used to, I to, keep where I have to like look for change in the couch to buy to buy milk or whatever else. Try not to do that anymore. But yeah, we're here to talk about games and shit, So we're going to start this off as we normally do and talk about games that we got for the week and stuff that we've been playing and all that stuff. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I got some new stuff, some early birthday things. I got this, this special delivery from John here. I got the ASCII WADA book. Thank you. Yeah. In the mail. so
2: That's
0: awesome.
1: I think we all have it now, right? I
2: we did. Correct. Do? I also got that book from me.
1: There you go. And we were gonna like do a segment where we read part of the book, but I didn't think all of us were gonna have the book yet, so I didn't read it yet. But I did. Yeah, not- mine was
2: supposed to come t- tomorrow, but it came today, so I got a chance to look at a little bit of it.
1: Yeah, so I haven't, we'll have more read it next week. I haven't really read it. I mean, I I basically thumbed through it, and I went to exactly that spot, the earth brown spot, that was. I don't know if we even talked about it, but it was in our new in our notes. But the part where they talked about how uh you know where it says like take a break from the game from Wii Sports is actually. Inspired by Earthbound and all that, and about the the dad calling you on the phone and saying like "take a break" and all that stuff, but it goes on. It goes on beyond that to basically say it pretty much. It pretty much spells out that that was the whole approach to like the Wii and all that shit. So like, so like for any casual, you know, anybody who like de- felt defeated by Nintendo because they went to Casuals and all that, blame Earthbound. Earthbound <laughs> was really the one that apparently you know, made decided that they wanted to make a system that was more available to everyone. That's what they that's basically what Iwata was yeah. saying. Was that he liked that Earthbound was such a broad spectrum that it was for everyone except for John, except for people who don't like RPGs. But uh he thought he thought that it worked for everyone else, you know, at the time. So that's where we got to like, you know, shit like the Wii and all that stuff, where it's like, oh let's even broaden broaden the spectrum even more and it basically kinda like Turn some of the Nintendo fans away because of that. So you could just blame the it. The irony, though, is that blame Earthbound.
2: Earthbound never comes over here anymore. And But it set the precedent for trying to broaden the appeal of games.
1: Yeah, as far as like the fourth one, he was like, no, this is broadened for everyone except for America because we hate them. So that's maybe that's what happened with that. But I don't know. Who knows? I mean, you can buy it. It's out there. Go get it. <laughs> it's just you really just, want to get it just buy it from etsy or whatever it's easy to get or download it or play it on your computer like how like what i've been doing not with that one but with other stuff so thanks for that but also uh i also got this little guy i got a new amiibo just bought me oh. one it's not it's actually not i mean it's not a birthday gift it was just uh hey i found this at the store gift so i got the i got cat peach right here from uh from the the uh, 3d world so it's pretty cool She's been seeing uh, the Mario, the Cat Mario one around all over the place. And I was like, I think the Cat Peach one looks better. So that's one that we decided to get. And it looks pretty cute. Go ahead and open it here like we do. It's that sound that we love to hear on here. It's my Cat Peach amiibo. Super Whoa. cute. There.
0: You just heard a Amiibo being freed. There you go. It looks kind of fabricy, but it's not, right?
1: Yeah, no, it looks, uh, it has a really good texture on it. It looks like it would be soft, but it's not soft, actually. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, as you used to say, like the badly iced cake walls, it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, where it's a, the spackle or whatever you would call that, where it like sticks out and, you know. Popcorn ceilings. Sure, yeah. I hate, those, I hate those ceilings and walls, but there you go. It looks cool, though. I like it. It's uh, compact. Doesn't one of you
2: have the Mario one, too?
1: I don't have the cat Mario, no. But I do I do already have two other Marios. That's why I uh, was like, I don't need the cat Mario. Plus, I have that $100 uh, cat suit that I bought for, for that outfit. So I think that's enough money I put towards the cat Mario thing.
0: The only Marios I have are the two classic... Uh,
1: I, actually have uh, three. No, I actually have three, three Marios. Ones. I forgot about the classic Mario. Because I have the gold Mario, I have the regular Mario... Have like the gold Mario, have the Mario Party Mario, and I have the the uh classic Mario. The two the the eight whatever's eight bit one. So mm. that's enough Mario for me. I don't think I don't think I need another one. But cat peach is cool. I only have one peach, so now I have two peaches. And this one looks much better than the other one. So there you go. Another one to the pile of amiibo. It's nice to have a new amiibo. I don't know when I got get one last. It was probably like Joker and uh, the Dragon Quest hero and all that stuff. So was when those happened. Um do you want to talk about? Do you have Pokemon Snap in your in your notes here, Jeremy? I do. I do. Okay, we could talk about that together, I guess. Yeah, Pokemon Snap. I don't really know. I don't really know what I'm doing anymore on that game. I just feel kind of like I've just like hit a spot where I'm like, what do I do now? Like I don't. I'm like, mm. I do I just keep playing the same levels over and over and over again until the dude says that there's more stuff to do? I don't know. I kind of felt like lost in the game, and also. How the fuck do you take different pathways? Do you know how to do that? Like I looked it up yeah. online, and I and that was even confusing. It's like throw it's like throw the fruit on the right side of the of the of the fork sign, and maybe you'll go that way. And I'm like, what? Oh, really? Is that really oh, well, how I don't you know. do it? Every
0: time it's <laughs> every time I've done it, it's because I've scanned, and then the, a little symbol appeared in midair that you scan, yeah. and then you'll then you'll take this place. So that's always worked for me. But
1: oh, I didn't think it was working because there's only there's one place but you can't where, always yeah.
0: go. You can't always go the other path, and sometimes it takes some event to unlock that path.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out, and I was looking online, and yeah, a lot of some of it's like events and stuff, and I'm just confused. I'm like, am I just that dumb that I can't figure out how to go a different pathway on on Pokemon Snap? But I went went to the beach one because I know there's an alternate pathway at the beach, Mm -hmm. and then I just like, I I scan the thing, and it shows it to me, and I still go the same way. I still go the same way every time. I've never gone this other way. So like, I don't understand either that or I'm always going the other way and I haven't gone the regular way. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. It always seems like it's the same way, you know? I mean, it still ends with the fucking surfing Raichus or whatever at the end of it.
0: Do you go by, do you dr- go really close to the M- Machamp?
1: Yeah, the one on the beach. But he's always been there since the very first time but I went through the that's, level.
0: But that's the alternate path when you go that way to where you're like right next to Machamp.
1: Oh, okay. So I guess I've never gone the regular way then.
0: Cause he's in the he's also in the coral reef level, but yeah, and you can get pretty close to him there.
1: But I've never gone yeah. I, since I've scanned. So, you've been, yeah. so
0: you have been taking the alternate path every time.
1: That's so. so dumb. Like, can't they just like tell you that you're going a different route? Like, I never even knew. I thought I was just going the same route every time, which I was, and it was a different route. But I, that I don't know. It's it seems like so some some of the ways they they uh, present stuff in this game is really fucking confusing. It's like especially this. I'm like. Shouldn't they have told you that you went the different route or something? I don't know. I, I, I was really confused about it. Like at least in I don't know. I thought it was going to be more like Star Fox, where like you do different stuff and you know where you and it shows like a path that whether you went the I don't know. But apparently, yeah, I've always I, been going the different route on that one. <laughs> it's, yeah, I, yeah. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing in the game, though. I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it is. It is like super grindy, I guess, because it's. But I don't even know what I'm supposed to. What what I'm supposed to grind? You know, it's like. They don't really tell you anything. It's kind of just like go take more pictures, and hopefully you get enough enough uh, points to move on to whatever the next thing is. But I, I yeah I'm like I'm like what twelve hours into it, and I have no idea what the direction of this game is. Like this game has like mm-hmm. no direction at all. It's just kind of like just do it and have fun with it. And I do yeah, fu- a- I, I do have fun when I get to new levels, but I don't really. There's nothing like you know like. There's nothing pressing. I'm not like, oh, I know. There's that I need to go do this. Like, it's I. I don't really know what I'm supposed to do or what's happening.
0: There's definitely a, a, a formula to how each level works. You get day, then you get night, and then you unlock the yeah the Illumina zone. Sure. So that's really a way to look at it is to go to each place where you're at. Have you gotten up to Illumina zone? If you haven't, chances are you missed a Pokemon because I got stuck oh, is that on. What it is? I got stuck on the seafloor level for a really long time. I was stuck on it for days. I finally looked online. I felt stupid about it. I finally looked online. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Because I get like, I wasn't able to get extra experience because I was like, all my pictures were the best they could possibly be, it seemed. And uh, I was starting to get really annoyed. I didn't want to keep playing that level. And every time I would go to the map, the professor would say, hey, can you go check out Lintal seafloor for me? And he kept asking me to do it. So finally, I was just like, what do I need to do? Well, it turns out there's a Pokemon there that you have to lure out of a cave. Oh, I never would have figured out in a million years, uh, uh, other than maybe accidentally. And uh, once I did that, I was able to get a few different tiers of pictures of that Pokemon. And then that allowed me to unlock the next
1: Oh, so you got to yeah, so so go through. So I got go to like, through, research yeah.
0: level three, which allows you to go to the Illumina spot. I think that's how it works.
1: Oh, because yeah, some places I've, maybe that's because there was one place where I got all the way to like level three, but I never got a night version of it. And I'm like, what is, what is even happening here? And I, I don't yeah, know. I if, never got a night <laughs> version
0: of the beach. I don't know if that exists. Maybe it's
1: the beach. Yeah. Cause I, cause I'm like, cause I thought you got night versions for everything and I never got an Illumina version of that either. So it's, it's really kind of vague about what it wants you to do. So I'm kind of just agree. like I feel I'm like I feel like I I feel, I feel like I took a picture of everything that I've seen so I'm just kind of so I haven't played it as much just because I feel kind of lost in it I guess I don't really know what to do and I don't want to start it and just like sit there and just I mean there's nothing that annoys me more than like a game that you play for a long time and you don't do anything and you don't progress yeah. you play it for like 3 hours and you haven't progressed at all like that's what that that's <laughs> what I hated so much yeah. about those about those Elder Scrolls games cuz like the like with um oblivion i played it for like five hours and nothing happened like I, I i had not achieved anything other than just been frustrated for five hours and i'm like i hate this game like why am i why am i doing this if i have nothing to even you know have, nothing has even made my made the life better in that game i don't know of all these hours so i don't know
0: well i'm kind of feeling the same way as you trey and i actually did get to a new area and it was because i looked that thing up that was literally what I was hung up on was this one Pokemon gave me the extra points I needed to unlock the next area and subsequently unlock the, even you know, the next section of it levels. So, uh, but I definitely felt like I was stuck and then I had to grind. In fact, had I not, had I looked up that Pokemon sooner, I might not have been stuck for a couple of days because I was literally just ever so gradually increasing my points but it wasn't moving me closer to that, uh, to the, you know, the required amount to move to the next level. So yeah, I was getting pretty frustrated with it and I was kind of mad. And now that I've gotten to where I'm at now, I'm not stuck. I'm actually on a new level that I haven't completed yet. So, but I think it might be the last level. I'm not sure, but I'm getting that impression. So, uh, I guess I'll know by next week, but when I said at the top of the show that I wanted off this ride, that means I want to, I actually kinda just want to see the credits in this game and then
1: <laughs> And be done with it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and then I'll come yeah. back to it, you know, from time to time just to just for fun. But yeah, I kind, I'm kind of over this game. I'm kinda of ready to move on to something
1: else. It's not and really uh, yeah, it, it ended up being as fun as I thought it would be, I guess. I don't know. I mean That's I That's the thing though, yeah. the first
0: one wasn't either, but yeah. for whatever reason, it's just one of those games where you like you don't remember it and then you come back to it and you have fun with it again. Like I think this game will be the same way. I think a couple of years from now, I'll play this again and be like, this is cool. It, it's going to hold up for what it for what it is. Yeah. As long as you go in expecting it to just be...
1: Just be what it is.
0: A, photo, a photo-taking a photo simulator, then you'll have fun with it.
1: I mean, I, I like the photo-taking stuff of it. I'm just... The, like I was saying, the problem that I have is I just feel lost. Like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind... I, don't, I, I like the gameplay loop of going through and taking pictures. I'm just like, you do that for so long and then you don't progress. It's like, well, what am I doing wrong? You know, and then I do it again and it's I'm still not going anywhere. And it's like, well, what the fuck? And it makes me not want to play it as much, you know, because I, yeah. I, I'm just going to go in circles and I hate doing that, you know, so. I there, actually
0: kind of think it might have contributed to me not really playing much video games this week because I was feeling kind of depressed about Pokemon Snap, like <laughs> feeling like I was stuck, <laughs> in, stuck in this game. And I and I mentioned it last week. Yeah. I was like, this game was made for all ages. Kids are supposed to play this thing. so. I was feeling pretty dumb that I was stuck.
1: Yeah. I mean there's a I mean there's all sorts of like weird stuff that can get can get you stuck. I mean we I've i talked about it before on the show, but you know, the fucking jerky from like Corona Trigger that got me right. stumped forever in that stupid game. I mean I hated it hated the game so much because of the stupid fucking jerky that I never got because I couldn't stupid progress jerky. I couldn't progress through the game and I felt so dumb and and that was even so far back that I had to find it at a Nintendo Power, you know. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like sometimes it's just like one stupid thing that you that you know that you feel like it's so easy. It would have been so easy to figure out, but you just don't do it. And I don't know. It's kind of yeah. It's it's weird. I don't know. I like I like like I said. I like the gameplay loop of it, but it just feels like it. I wish it was. I almost kind of wish it was faster. I kind of wish it was done quicker, like the older one. You know, like because some of it feels like just the padding. I guess is not great. You mm-hmm. know, where it's it it needs better pacing. I guess is what I'm saying. Well, like, the whole the
0: whole if, thing about like. You know, because that was one of the features. It's like, well, you got to come back to the level and things will have changed. But that feels like the padding for sure. That feels like, okay, well, not only is there going to be a different time version of this level, but things are going to change slightly each time that I advance a research level. So I literally have to go through it again. It's going to be the same path, but there's going to be different things happening. So that does get kind of old after a while. I really think this game was meant to be played in small doses
1: over a long period of time yeah
2: do you think that this game would be better as a mode in the next pokemon game
1: well i mean it it has been a mode in pokemon games Mm -hmm. though it already has been Mm -hmm. it was in i know for sure it was in sun and moon there was a photo mode and you got and you got ratings on there for it so it's already existed in these games it was just people just wanted this as a game again, I guess. I don't know.
0: Well, I don't know if you were on Rails.
1: Well, you, you weren't on Rails. Photos. You could just take you could just take pictures on your own while you're out in the world. You can yeah, do that, in the world. yeah,
0: you can do that in Sword and Shield as well.
1: Yeah. Um, I knew you I'm could do it I in think... Sun and Moon, but I didn't remember if it was in Sword and Shield. It is. There's an update uh, out for that now. <laughs> you could go oh, back really? and play it. Yeah. I mean, I know you you still have that DLC, the second DLC that you didn't I make it to,
0: and the first one.
1: Yeah, I but it's know. a. I, I know there's an update. I don't know what it did, but they did do an, another update of it. I'm still. I'm planning on going back and playing that game whenever it gets closer to the re-release of uh, Platinum. I was planning on trying to make it through Sword and Shield when it gets when it gets more to around that time. So probably more like around the holiday time. But yeah, Snap is kind of. Uh, I wish it was just. Yeah, I wish it was a little bit more like just tighter. You know, like it. I, I feel like a lot of it's just. The padding is like, I don't really know what you want me to do here.
0: I know. I do feel like I I never thought I would have said it, but I wish some of the levels were shorter. Yeah. Because it's cool that there's these huge levels, but some of them like you have to, you know what you need to do and you have to play it for like four minutes before you get to that spot.
1: Oh, yeah, for if you, you just need to a... take something at, at the end. Uh-huh. And there's still, and, and I'm pretty sure there's not a speed thing in this, like there was in the original one, which is really there unfortunate. Is. There is? You do get a Eventually. speed? Okay. Uh-huh. You can't go faster? Thank God.
0: Uh-huh. But <laughs> only on levels that you've, I think... I got it. I haven't used it yet, but I think mm. did I get it? Now I'm starting to question whether or not I got it. It was a couple of days ago. You never
1: got it. I haven't. I haven't
0: used it at all.
1: You never even had it. I think you, you can only yourself. use it on
0: levels you've played already.
1: Well, I mean, maybe I'll. And I was gonna. I was really hoping to like you know beat it before this episode or next episode or whatever. So maybe I'll really try to beat it by next time. But I did have another. Um, I don't know. Did you have anything more to say about Pokemon Snap? No. You know to say no. Yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know, I, I really was excited about playing it, I just wish it was, it's that whole argument of like, you know, we talk about it a lot, about like, you know, a dollar per hour and all that stuff, which is, which is fine, but also I think there's a problem to like games that are too long, that are just boring the whole way through, instead of having one that's like really fun, that's only like 10 mm-hmm. hours. I don't know, it it depends on what the game is, like, like the new, like Resident Evil, thing that everybody's talking about, like, apparently that's only like six hours, but people love that game, because it's like really fun to play. Some do. Some do, some don't. I don't know. I think
0: it seems like it's somewhat polarized. I feel like right?
1: everybody's talking about it on the internet, and I haven't really had any, heard anybody say anything bad about it. But maybe it's just who I'm following. I guess I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of people mad that it's short. I mean, I definitely don't want to play like sixty dollars for it, and definitely wouldn't want to pay seventy for it if it was if I had a PS5 because of that length. But it depends, you know. Sometimes, sometimes there's shorter games that are that still are good for sixty bucks. I did. Like I didn't look hours. at it. All. I don't know.
0: A PlayStation Four store, and it said seventy. I don't know. Maybe oh, really? That's, maybe that's the version. Maybe there are two different versions, but that's the one I saw. I was like, I was thinking about it, maybe playing it, but I can't justify it for seventy bucks.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, well, because yeah, I thought that maybe they were going to do like sixty on PS Four and seventy on PS Five, but I haven't, I haven't looked. I haven't been on the eShop or whatever the PlayStation Shop is, so I don't know. But I mean, but it's it does. I mean, I've seen people. I watched people stream it a little bit just to just while I was editing to throw something on the yeah. background and it's and people compare it a lot to Resident Evil 4. So, I mean, that's cool. It, I mean, it basically looks like a first person shooter game to me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, and I know that seven was first person, but it was supposed to be more scary or whatever. I don't know. I still want to play seven. I'll wait for that one to be like ten dollars and I'll pick it up someday.
0: It's only been out because it's like for twenty five days now. as of this point, And th- I've already seen like so many mods. So many videos of mods on YouTube.
1: I'm really tired of seeing that fucking tall lady all over the place on Twitter. Yeah, I'm tired of her already, and I haven't even played the game. I'm like, I'm just like, uh, get over it. She's a giant. Well, person apparently, she's cares. like,
0: she's <laughs> in the game, but she's really not in like that much of the game. So because they did, they had no idea she's going to be so popular.
1: Sure,
3: I
0: think she's the first boss you kill.
1: Oh, I thought she was like the the like I don't know the emperor or whatever of the. I thought she was being boss. the boss of the people. Yeah, I think that's what kind of how she was. So, but also at the same time, you don't want to like show everything of the game. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to, you don't want to show the final boss. So maybe it's like, she just, you'll just see the first one. I remember
0: seeing like the, uh, whatever the, gigantes, were or they're called in Resident Evil four and thinking those were like, going to be like final bosses. That oh yeah. Day.
1: Yeah. And there's so much yeah. more after that. Yeah. So maybe the it's fucking something like weird that. Napoleon guy and, and all that other stuff. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Which I, I do want to see, Lady Demetrescu, or however you say her name? I want to see whatever her grotesque final form is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, it's one of those things. I, I'll play it later when it's when it drops in price in like a couple of months or whatever. Maybe I still want to play. I want to play seven though because I never played that one.
0: Nor did I. Yeah,
1: they need to put. They I need never to, played six either. Yeah, I heard six is awful. <laughs> a lot of people say that about that. I don't know. Six is on sale all the time for Switch. You could get it mm-hmm. for like next to nothing. I feel like they sell it for like $10, $12, something like that most of the time. But uh, as far as, as far as like beating games, I wanted to say, I wanted to have a thing on here, you know, where I promised to beat, my plan was that I'm going to beat Brave the Default by next week. That's, that's my plan. So I'm putting it right here on, as, as my uh, goal of the week or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And I'm just talking about first credits. Like I'm not going to do all of this stuff. Because I think I'm actually almost there because I beat because I basically beat the guy that that you think is the bad guy, like the same thing where there's this one guy who like treats you like shit through the whole game. I beat him. But of course, you know, the lady who's standing behind him is the boss, which I figured was she was the real one. So it, it, it kept going, even though I actually destroyed the big the big bad or what I thought was the big bad. So I, I was playing that last night, and I thought I was actually going to beat it. I was like, "Oh man, I might actually beat it," but then it keeps going. Like it's like, "Oh, but what about me? I'm also a bad guy," and I'm like, "Okay, so there's more." But I feel like I can definitely get through it before next week, because I was planning on beating it before uh, Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne comes out, the remake. And uh, if I do, if I do the deluxe edition, which I might end up doing anyway. I can get it on the twentieth, which is the day after my birthday, which would be on Thursday. And if I don't do the deluxe edition, I don't get it to the twenty fourth. So I was like, if I can beat that, if I can beat Bravely Default before the twentieth, then maybe I'll say that I can get the deluxe edition and then play it early and all that stuff. That's what I was thinking. So you can hold me to that, and I could make some sort of outlandish bet that says like, if I don't beat Bravely Default, I have to buy, I don't know, something else. I have to buy like Hitman three or something like that. <laughs> Do it. But I th- I think I can get through. I don't I don't want to I don't want to dedicate to buying a game that I not nothing against Hitman Three. I just don't want to throw that sort of money at something when there's other stuff coming out. But yeah, that's that that was my plan was to try to get through there. And uh, Jeremy, you watched some of the stream of my bravely default stuff. Like I have in the notes, uh, I kicked bravely in the D because I've been been using the uh, the Godspeed strike. It's like this. Uh, it's one of the it's like maybe level eight uh, thief job thing that you get you basically you hit people at a certain amount of uh, amount of hit points and then it'll happen again like the next round and i've been hitting up to like 9000 hit point damage on there so out of the two that's like almost like 20000 so a lot of the regular bosses are like 50000 so that's like half of their life so i've actually been tearing through the bosses and it's been that's just been it's been it's become like my move it was like the same move that I had in Dragon Quest Eleven, which I was going to try to look up, but I didn't look it up. But there was a move that I had where you could just basically do a massive amount of damage on people, and then I would buff my guys to make it even higher, and you'd be able to get through like pretty much any boss. So that's pretty much what I've been using. And I thought I was unstoppable with it, but I I did manage to run into a couple like secret bosses on the world map that totally wiped the floor with me, so I'm by no means like the greatest player in that game ever. But it was fun to 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 go through some of the bosses. And apparently there's stuff way after the credits that's much, much harder either. But I still like I like that game a lot. Like it's it's definitely up there in my top five of the year so far is Bravely Default. Because it's great. The story's really good. I liked I think the graphics look great. I think the characters look great. And the story really goes it goes a lot of places. Like it's really, really not a kid's game whatsoever. Like this this town that I was in the one of the last towns I was in before I got to this other boss, it's basically like the equivalent of witch trials, except they're throwing people off of off of cliffs because they're saying like, oh, that person is a fairy, so we're gonna throw them off this cliff, and you know if they they'll be able to fly away. But they're just like killing people, just like <laughs> as their own like way of getting rid of anybody who like opposes the uh, the government of the town and all that. It's it's ridiculous. It gets really really de- really dark, so. So that's, that's like you have to, you basically have to go find this place where they've been, you know, this pit where they've been throwing all these dead bodies into. Because this one guy's uh, daughter gets thrown down there. She dies, of course. Everybody dies. And you find this pit of dead bodies and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, wow. Okay, this game is pretty dark. And then one, one person, spoiler, one person in your party does end up becoming a fairy. So there are really fairies, which that kind of really surprised me. So I was like, wait! I thought this was just a way to just kill people, <laughs> just like saying that you're a witch, you're a witch, you know, whatever. But no, that that game is really great for anybody who wants to play, who wishes that Final Fantasy was good. Still, that's that's kind of what that game is to me. It's the it's it's all the it's 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 so good in the uh, turn based RPG realm that it'd be hard for anything to really top it. There's just like there's just like so much stuff that just works so well in it. Like whenever you like whenever you get a new item, you can just look at the item and it'll show you like what stats it would do for every character at once. So you, so you don't have to really go through menus. Like, they made everything, like, just so smooth on it that it's just incredibly impressive to me. You know, and once you kill one character, you get to see what their hit points are and all that shit. And it's it's great. I've been having a lot of fun with it. But I'm planning on beating it the first time next week. So that's my, that's my like, goal of the week or whatever. And maybe if I have extra time, I'll do Pokemon Snap. But I'm not doing any bets on that one. I figured that would be the one I'll just do on the side, you know, versus the other stuff. But aside from that, I've been doing a, uh, I don't know. I've been playing stuff on my computer. I've been doing a, uh, been doing PC what? stuff. I don't know if it's really, yeah. I mean, it's Nintendo related enough, but it's, it's so dumb. I bought a, I just bought like a HDMI adapter and I've had like three of these for my computer. Just none of them really worked that well. And I bought a nice one from, from Amazon a while back. And I've just been, I just plugged it into my TV, you know, And I've been playing uh, Knights of the Old Republic on there, which is like one of my favorite Star Wars movies or Star Wars games of all time. So and I had I had it like this is a game that I bought two times. I bought it two different times. I bought like the disc of it way back when actually when we were graduating college, John, I -hmm. bought it like right then. That was like my graduation gift to myself was that game. And I played through half of it on my old Mac. It it didn't run that well. But if I put it on, if I put like all the details down to their lowest it would run pretty well for the most part, except for there were some parts where it would kind of glitch out, which I found out that was actually on everything. Like, even the Xbox version of it would glitch out in that way, so I didn't feel that bad once I figured that out. But anyway, I played through half of the game. After I got to, like, the big reveal in the middle of the game, I got to this level that was, like, all rankers. It's like this planet of rankers or whatever. Everything slowed down so much that it didn't. I couldn't really play it that well, so I just stopped there. But it was one of those games that I always wanted to play through again, and I've just been... I just started playing it on my computer again. I bought a little like mini uh, keyboard that's like this big that kind of looks like a controller, and I just play with that. And it's and it's you know has just a little like USB remote or whatever that I plug into the computer. And I've just been playing it on the TV, and it's been with fun. a
0: mouse and the little tiny keyboard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I play with a little tiny keyboard and the mouse. But I I, I changed some of the stuff on the keyboard to make it make more sense, you know. But it's. It works fine for what it is. I mean, it's a it's an RPG, you know? It's like there's not really anything that's, like, fast combat. Like, you know, I don't know if you ever played Knights of the Old Republic, but it basically, like, you'll, you'll, like, walk up to a character and then it'll pause and then you get to choose, like, what sort of attacks you do. And then you press, like, start again and then it does its own thing. So it's kind of like a turn-based game, but a little bit in between, like, action and turn-based. So you don't really need to be, like...
0: Like Fallout. You don't I mean? really
1: need to be... Well, not. I mean, isn't Fallout like more action? Though I felt like, but you can still, do like, a
0: thing where it'll like pause, and then you like target different.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's thoughts. how the, that's how this one works. And I think is, I don't know that. I think that was before that. Whenever I don't know, it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. But anyway, that was a game that I loved. So I played it. I played it for like six hours straight the other night, just like just doing it. I'm already like, uh, yeah, I'm only already like seven hours into it. But I got to the because I bought it twice. I had it for my old Mac, and then I bought it again for my new Mac but I ended up not playing it because I mentioned it last week my the steam took up too much memory on my computer and my computer has a 2 terabyte hard drive now so memory is not really a problem. So uh I put it back on there and uh I got to the point that I was at when I quit pay- when I quit playing it the last time I bought it. So I made it to like that's just past how far that I was last time so 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 there you go. But yeah, it's cool. It runs great now. I can I can pl- I can put it on like the full specs and all that stuff and it looks great on the TV and it's cool to play uh, to play your computer on T V. And then as I was doing that, I was like, Well, you know what? I could play some Super Nintendo games on the TV. So I was like, wait a second. So I went and I downloaded the ROM of the of the like you know, the, the coveted uh Dragon Quest Six Super Nintendo version that I've been wanting to buy for so long. So I started playing Dragon Quest Six on my computer. On the on the TV, you know, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" So and a, and this is like a fan translated version, you know, that I found because the Super Nintendo one like looks better than the DS one. But since I was, what playing, are you doing
0: for a controller?
1: Oh, I, I'm using my uh my Hori my my uh, GameCube Hori controllers. What I've been using is this guy because I have I have like a GameCube controller USB adapter that I bought like fucking 15 years ago that still works. <laughs> so that's what I've been using. But Do you used, get a
2: Super Nintendo controller to work with it somehow?
1: No. Only GameCube, no. Only, only GameCube controllers work with it. But I have this Super Nintendo GameCube controller. The Hori Pad is what mm. I use for Super Nintendo, so it's basically the same thing, except the buttons are in weird spots. But it doesn't really matter for anything other than, like, F-Zero, but you can rearrange everything if you want to. But, yeah, no, I have this... I, I forgot that I had this emulator that has, like, everything on it. Like, you can play, like, Game Boy Advance and playstation one and whatever the fuck on there and which I, one is it open mu is what it's called open emu
2: yeah i think that's the one that i have
1: it has a it has a little joystick on it and it's red and it's it also will like remember where you're at so if you like play a game and stop and then come back to it, it'll be like hey do you want to resume where you were like even stuff cool. that i hadn't played in years like i played ultimate mortal kombat 3 on there i probably haven't played that in like 10 years or whenever i because this isn't even, I didn't even download it that, that for this new computer that I got. This was stuff that carried over from my old computer that I had, like through transferring of the, you know, of your profile and all that stuff. Mm. And uh, and I hadn't played for like 10 years and it still remembered where I was. It's like, oh yeah, here, do you want to play this? I was like, okay. But anyway, I played the, I played Dragon Quest Six for a while. It looks really nice. Um, and I was look I got stuck a little bit and I looked online and I was looking at like and I, I was looking at the strategy guys for the DS one, and I'm like, "Well, well, the DS one is actually translated better than the Super Nintendo one." So I started playing the DS one too. <laughs> so I've been playing both of them back to back, the DS one and the Super Nintendo one. Even though I think I've decided that I like the Super Nintendo one better than the DS one, just because it looks so much better. But the writing is better on the DS one because the localization is better. So like everything is, you know, they have better names of like the the monsters and the towns and all that stuff. And the other one's just kind of like direct, it's like direct translation. Instead of like having a funny name of the character, it's called like Arrow Dog or something like that. That's actually what one of the creatures is called. So like it's a, so I've kind of been like jumping between the two of them. That's why I have said two Dragon Quests, or are two Dragon Quests better than one? Because yeah, I actually played both of these games, like the same part through different ones. I wish there was, and there might be a way, I need to research it, but I wonder if there's a way that I can get the translation for the DS one but put it in the original Super Nintendo one and play both of them. Cause I heard him actually talking about stuff like that on one of the last uh, acts of the blood God episodes about switching different translations for some of the final fantasy games and stuff like that. And I was like, well, maybe I could do this, the DS one, but yeah, I've just been kind of hopping back and forth and for a while I was like, Oh, the DS one looks fine. And then I'm like, and then I realized that I don't really like that art style that much. So I think I'm just going to, play the Super Nintendo one more, but it's cool to just be able to do that on there. And I downloaded the uh, Shin Megami Tensei one also the game that I thought I bought, but didn't buy, you know, I haven't really played around with that yet, but I'm hoping to do some, do some stream stuff with it eventually with some of the computer stuff. But I know it's such, it's like one dumb cable and one like $10 mini keyboard, but all of a sudden you have more games to play on your computer. You know, it's like, cause I don't use my computer for anything really aside from editing. Mostly just editing. That's that's what I use it for for more than anything else. That's what I bought it for. Well, editing and streaming, of course. You know, I do stream through it. But uh, yeah, it was nice nice to play some other stuff on there. And Knights of the Old Republic is still awesome. That game is still really good. And I know, and there was uh, there was rumors that they were going to make a new one of it. And from what I heard, they're going to. They said they were going to change it, and I'm like, well, it's going to be stupid. They're going to take out like the turn based combat and. It's going to be all action and I'm not going to like it anymore. So I'm like, I'm tired of, tired of waiting for it to get ported to Nintendo. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm just going to play it on my computer. So
0: I think I, I actually downloaded it on Android years ago, but I've never really played it, but they put it on like everything.
1: Yeah. It's, you can play it on your iPad or whatever. I got it when it, when I bought it, say I bought it new when back in like 2005 when we graduated, but then I bought it. But then when I got my other, my last computer, I bought it on steam for $10 but since you know steam remembers everything i just automatically redownloaded it on my computer for free so that was really cool so then i was just already ready to go and it has all my saves too in there even though this is a different computer but everything transferred through the whatever so and also i've been reading uh i've been reading the original knights of the old republic comic book through my marvel unlimited stuff on my on my uh, amazon fire as well so i'm into into all of it. So, it's pretty cool. It was this uh it was like the original Knights of the Old Republic stuff. It was called Tales of the Jedi. It's from the early 90s. I used to read all this shit when I was in high school, so it's pretty cool to look through it all the way, all of that. And plus one of the huge things that I really liked about Knights of the Old Republic is it took a lot of stuff from the uh Star Wars role-playing games that I used to play in high school. So, if you played those games, everything's really familiar like the way they do their stats and like weapons and shit like that. It's all from the 90s role-playing stuff, so super nerdy star Wars stuff, but I hope that it comes to switch eventually. Cause it's a great game and everybody should play it if they never played it, you know? And I was hoping that it would eventually, since they poured all these other switch stuff to it, but now that they're talking about doing remakes and stuff, it may not actually come through, but, but yeah, if you have, I mean, you have it, Jeremy, if you ever get really bored and you want to try it out. Yeah. I just checked I think the it's play great. store and yeah.
0: it let me, it just let me download it. So I'm downloading it right
1: now. It's a great but... game. And it's a, uh,
0: I don't play games on my phone, so I probably won't.
1: Yeah, it sucks to play it on your phone. Like, it's nice to. That's why like, I like. I would never. I don't even want to play it on my laptop. Like, even without the TV, you know, I'd rather just sit sit in a recliner, play it on the TV. So, like, that was the only reason I was going to do it. And I've ever actually never actually done it like this. You know, I played it on my old eMac on the other one. So, which I don't know how I played it for so long because it's so uncomfortable sitting at a sitting at a desk, but. I don't know. I guess I was younger then and I could take more uncomfortable chair chairness.
0: That was just what you did to play PC games back in the day.
1: Yeah. And I'm just, yeah, it's like so uncomfortable. Like I don't, when I edit, I edit on the, you know, I edit on the couch or on the recliner in here. I don't like sit by the desk because it's just, it's not comfortable at all. But yeah, that's what, that's what I've been doing. All that shit. (laughs) But yeah, what do you got to talk about?
0: So this week I mostly played Snap. So we've already really talked about that. Yeah. I really haven't been playing a lot of games this week. Yeah. Mostly I've been trying to pack and uh, practice guitar. I've been doing that a lot this week. So it's been kind of a non-Tendo week for me. Um, I mean, I did play a lot of Snap. Don't get me wrong. I played a couple hours of it, but uh, I didn't really play Monster Hunter at all. I think I played like one mission. Yeah, one more mission in the level six completed, but I'm still, I think I have four out of five before I get to the, whatever the next thing is. So I'm close.
1: Yeah, we can. I mean, if you ever if you ever want to do a multiplayer thing or something, you can always. I kind of would like to do that, to be not? honest.
0: I need to do some, I just need to get some potions and stuff, but that won't take very long because I have honey. I have the guy getting honey for me. Yeah. So yeah, Monster Hunter I barely played this week, which was actually kind of nice. Um, I hooked up my PS4, my office, so I do plan on hopping into Monster Hunter world at some point. I just am kind of overwhelmed by it. I, I started it up and it basically it's, it's just like Rise, which throwing a bunch of systems at you right away. But I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it's just like sensory overload for me. And then all of a sudden you're in this giant city. And I just was like, I don't want to play this anymore. So I haven't got up the courage to like start digging into that game yet. But it's now set up to play in my office, both on my computer and my <laughs> PlayStation 4.
1: I guess I didn't remember that you bought it for PS4 also. Yeah. <laughs> so you got it. You got it all over the place. Could you uh, could you start two different uh, profiles and like play with yourself through like the laptop and your PS4? Like
0: I don't know if there's crossplay. I'd have to look.
1: Try to play like with both. You know, like you won't play that well, but you can maybe put a, somebody up there to be like the person that gets hit by the monster while you fight with the other one. It could just just be a just be the target for you. It's target practice. That's true.
0: Maybe I could have yeah, Sean, and play on ps4 while i play on the pc Who knows? or you could do
1: that too that'd be that'd be much better than, than my plan of you playing both characters
0: except i don't think she really wants to play no <laughs> she, she hasn't really expressed any interest in playing that game No, she doesn't want to I fight one a monster a
1: hundred yeah. times yeah
0: so yeah also went back and revisited hades for a little bit i played it for a, maybe about an hour just played through like a round of it didn't get to the end but it actually was weird because i played so much of that game it's like my fourth or fifth most played game on my switch of all time and i forgot the controls like it took me a little while to remember the controls again because my brain was programmed to like monster hunter and snap you know
1: like sure it's
0: almost like i can only hold like a couple control profiles in my brain at once
1: oh yeah totally
0: they they, like drop out because yeah it took me it didn't take a really long time but i was like like I, i stood by a door and just kept hitting a for like 30 seconds before <laughs> I realized. Oh, mm-hmm. you have to hit R in this game to like, open
1: up the door. Uh, I did I did the same thing from like bouncing from Monster Hunter to Bravely Default because, you know, Monster Hunter, you hold R to run and mm-hmm. Brave, Bravely Default you hold B to run and I was holding R and not running is basically what I was doing on Bravely Default and it took me a while to figure out that I wasn't actually running because I just thought I was running the way I wouldn't and I just had to be like, oh, no. Because holding R just like kind of it just like shows like it, it kind of brings up a a little key to say like well there's this towns over here this towns over here, so mm-hmm. it so it does do something but I think I was just like just thought I was running like that and I'm like no no you gotta use B switch it around yeah so there's that I I remember seeing once on Twitter uh, somebody tweeted like you know you know like those games that and Dr- and Dragon Quest eleven did it but and I think uh the the Witcher did it as well but like where you start and it tells you like what happened you know last time you played. Oh, I love that! Like I always like that. But what they should also do is they should show tell you what the and give you a real quick rundown on what the tutorial for the controls are. You know, because you're going to forget that as well. So they should there mix are some that games that will show
0: like the controller with all the buttons labeled like as a loading screen. Yeah, I'm I'm all about that. Show yeah. do that on every game.
1: They should make you do like a little like. You know, five minute tutorial mission or something like that. I mean, you can turn it off, of course, if you don't want to do it. But mm-hmm. for like stuff that you haven't played for a long time, it'd be nice to have a little bit, like a little quick, like here. This is how you do this, you know. So you can... a little paper clip
0: from Microsoft. Yeah, and somebody's yeah. like, looks like you haven't played in a while. Yeah, <laughs> Would you like help?
1: Yeah, but it's great when they do. Yeah, uh, you know, when they do the like, oh, this is what happened last time. Last time you played this, and they did it really well on the uh, the Resident Evil Revelations games. Did that? That was actually the first time I think I've ever seen that. Was where it's like, oh yeah. By the way, it it basically makes it look like it's a TV show. So when you turn it on, it's like, well, last week on Resident Evil, this is what happened, and it kind of just brings you into like what this what's going on with the story. So then when you so when, when you start, you're like, oh yeah, I was was supposed to go find that guy, or I was supposed to go over and do this. Okay, now I know, and that's great. You know, I wish I all want games a game should, that does yeah. that,
0: but it actually uses footage of your gameplay, like it's storing it. Oh yeah. And so when it's like last time, then it'll like show you like almost dying, maybe in a battle or something.
1: <laughs> last time you really sucked and didn't make it through this part and you're still stuck here. Why are you even playing this? Delete it. <laughs>
0: but I don't know. For something like Hades, you don't need that. But yeah, definitely a control ref- refresher would be nice.
1: After 100 hours, you forgot how to play it. That's, that's hard, hard to believe with all the all the time you put into it. But I guess, if you, I don't, you know. I Hitman yeah, after 300 hours. You, you forgot how to play Hitman? After three hundred hours, yeah, I still got tripped up, and it took me a minute to get back into it. Wow,
0: the old brain. It must. I don't. I don't know where our control profiles get stored in our brains, but it must be a <laughs> yeah, like not long term, but also not short term. It's like some in between place you can just let stuff live, like a limbo area.
1: I always wondered about that because there's you know there's always these games in my head that I'm like. I really like that game and I'm going to come back and play it at some point. But then there's a part of my brain that's like, you know, when you come back to play it, you're going to not know where you are. You're going to forget how to play it. And it's not going to be as easy to jump back into as you think it is. Like, cause my brain is always telling me that I can just like jump back into something, you know,
0: I'm trying to remember what was I playing. I was playing, um, I think it was the last time I played uh, animal crossing on the Wii U when I was playing the DS version wild world. Yeah. I, I like saved and quit. And then my, and I like l- literally said out loud, I was like, I probably won't play this game forever again. Maybe like I don't know. I just like set it out to the world, and it made me feel really bad. But I was like, it's probably mm. true, and I'm gonna forget how to play it. And I'll forget what I was doing. And
1: Yeah, but Animal Crossing, you do the same thing every day, kind of. So or no, it was uh,
0: it was Murabasa really. the Demon Blade. That's the last one I did that with. I was like, oh, I'm starting to understand this game. This is fun. I'll
3: probably and never then you play stop it
1: playing it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, I, I, I I found that happened a lot with me when like when I would try to get all the games and there's a whole bunch of them that come out at once. You know. Where I'd like, I'll buy one and I like really like it, and then I stop it to play another game, and then I never play it again. And it's like, uh, why didn't I just stop? Why didn't I just not play it? Buy that other game, and then just keep playing that one that I liked, you know? So that's what I'm trying to do more now. Let's just stick with whatever game you like and try to finish it before you get another. I think one that's the way that's I have to do it. Yeah, I mean,
0: even if I don't finish it, but I could. I feel like I could really only have like a, a strong interest in one game at a time. And as soon as I go to something else and that takes over, the other one just falls by the wayside completely.
1: Sure. Maybe it's hard. It it's kind of hard to th- balance them, balance yeah. the two of them. or balance like five games, like I was saying, <laughs> or playing the same game on two different systems. <laughs> but I did say through. at
0: the top of the show that I, I bought another game. I haven't played yet. Uh, before I say what it is, I still haven't played Mario party. So yeah. that's one of them.
1: Well, we have to play that too. Yeah.
0: We also, we need to get, we need to get that going. Um, but I still could have played it.
1: Maybe we I could do haven't... I don't know. Maybe maybe we could. I thought about maybe like trying to rearrange next week's recording because my birthday is on Wednesday mm-hmm. and maybe we don't record on Wednesday or something. I don't know. We could we could talk about it throughout the week. But I was trying to figure that out because maybe we could do it on Tuesday or something. And then maybe we could do maybe we could play Mario Party or something on Wednesday on my birthday. Do a virtual birthday party. Yeah. So that'd be cool. And then maybe we could do that. Or I was going to say we could play like. If not that, we could play Monster Hunter or something. But yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. But yeah, hopefully you could play it eventually. It is, uh, yeah. It's just, uh, it's it's kind of the scheduling over the weekend more than anything. Cause you, you it kinda, really was. Yeah. It
0: was the last game that I didn't own yet for the Switch that I knew that I wanted to get eventually. Like, there's really nothing left on the Switch that I don't own that I really want. As far as like the st- stuff that's been released. As far it's as kind as of a weird feeling. Stuff?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if there. I can't think of there's there's not really something that's like, oh, I wanted that but never got it either that or I just forgot about it or I was just like, oh, I'm not going to get it. And then I just didn't get mm-hmm. it. I don't know. It seems like that's a lot of it. I mean, I have a lot of them marked in my uh, most of them are like indies that I was like, oh, I'll get that one. It's cheaper. Mm-hmm. Whatever.
0: Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe that's it. There's probably some indies that I can come back around to. But yeah, the game I bought this week, another game I want to play multi is Toe Jam and Earl. I bought it. It was on sale. Hey. I finally grabbed it. Was it was like because- three
1: dollars again.
0: It was like yeah, I think it was like 4. Yeah. It was cheap.
1: There, there's I like there's it's worth it. There's a new I version. old points right? on it. there's there, there some sort of update. I don't know what it does, but there there's a new update this yeah, the Yeah, I I've the world's literally bigger. never played it. It yeah. does what? It makes the world's
2: bigger was was one of the big things. Yeah, there's a couple of points, but I think that was the biggest thing.
1: Oh, okay. Cuz I played some of it and I was just like I don't understand any of this game. So that's what I bought it too, and I just I don't understand I, I, what you do.
2: I would have to play it again for a minute to, to remember how to play the game and what the point is. But there was a, a moment, you know, after 30 minutes of playing the game, that I, I went, "Oh, okay, I get it." Uh, now I feel like I, I see the the loop, and it's fun. It's a fun game, and I I thought from the get go it'd be a cool game to just all three of us play it and uh, you know hang out over Skype. It's very like low pressure, slow paced. Go at your own, at your own pace, uh, type of game. Mm.
0: Well, I'll play it eventually. I own
1: it. I hope I do. Now you have it. Um,
0: yeah. Which I do actually own Toe Jam and Earl 2, Panic and Funkotron. I own that on the uh, Genesis.
1: You have the Genesis collection also, too. we, oh, wait, we all have, do. Yeah, so yeah we it's all also do. On there. I
0: yeah. have two copies of
1: that game, actually, now that I'm thinking uh, about it. Of the actual cartridge. I think.
2: Now we all own all three
1: Toe Jam and Earl games. There, there there was another game that I got that wasn't. There should uh, be like
2: a third
0: yeah. el- character called like Belly Button Lint or something that can join in.
1: Didn't didn't they add oh, another person? I forgot anyone? there was an Xbox one. They don't own that one. Nope. I, I thought they added some new characters for the new Toejam and Earl. Or, or maybe they were just different versions of the characters. Like didn't some of them look like the original Genesis one or something like that?
2: Yeah, they have an updated version and then there's one that's more on the on the original design.
1: Yeah, because I remember I remember there being like different variations of the characters.
2: Yeah, we should look into getting on and playing that multiplayer. I think that'd be
1: fun. Yeah, that's another yeah, maybe option. If we do, it's another maybe if option we do a, for my birthday week, maybe. A birthday party yeah. Wednesday,
0: we could do like a, ga- a game marathon. <laughs> I like it. It'd be kind of fun to watch a movie or something on stream sometime. No
1: more movies. I said that. Done. No movies. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did watch. I mean, we watch movies. Jess and I do for our other show. So I, I got over it, but. That was also part of why I didn't want to watch movies because I was upset about the DMCA thing, but I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me this week. We figure, we figure something out. Well, for me, uh, yeah,
2: I didn't play any games this week like at, at all, really. But I did buy an 8-Bit Doe Pro 2. I finally got around to doing that and was successful at it. I made an attempt last week. Couldn't find it, but it was available on Amazon, and I got the black version that I wanted. It's going to take a little while to come. It's not supposed to come until... I think they said June, uh, like 7th to 10th. Wow. So
1: yeah, they're pretty popular, I guess. I thought,
0: I thought Sometimes it those get bumped up though. When you,
1: I thought, it I it thought you on. said it changed to the 31st. Maybe it was that uh, last yeah. thing. Yeah. Last thing I saw was that you said you might get it at the end of May, but yeah, it all, it all kind of, it depends, but yeah, once you get it, it's cool, I guess. I mean, I mean, I use it all the time, but I, I thought you were fairly okay with your pro controller.
2: Yeah, I am okay with it. Um, uh, you know, I think it's, a very comfortable controller, except for just that stupid d pad. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing what improvements it makes in my Mario Maker game, and maybe I'll get more into Tetris. That could be fun. You should, Tetris uh,
0: is great. It was really good for Tetris.
2: I also got Wada, and I've just read uh, two chapters of that before the show. And um, just some quick insights. I don't want to say too much just because we're going to talk about it more next week, but I think it, I suspect this book is going to be a really good video game book you know inside kind of inside inside baseball for of the video game world but it's a good business book like he really talks about his philosophies on leadership and um, it's so far as i find it's almost like a meditative experience the way that it's put together i'm yeah. looking forward to talk about that more next week with you guys
1: i liked what i read of it it's just a lot of it seemed like it was like in really small chunks and i know it's not really yeah, it's not really actually a book it's it's just like stuff that he did the, for, you know, for like the, for the Nintendo website, it was like interviews right, and right. stuff that he did with companies. So it's not really, it's just a collection of that. So it's not really, you know, it doesn't feel like it's as a whole, it's just like different parts, but it's still incredibly interesting, all the stuff. That's
2: but the way they put it together, the way they've structured it, the themes are, the conversations are organized by themes. Sure. So no, it doesn't feel like one fluid conversation or anything, but it also doesn't feel jarring when it. Jumps from subject to ju- subject; it, it seems, it seems natural and fluid.
1: Yeah, and it's not that long either, so I can definitely read it. It's like only like 150 pages, so I should be able to make it make it through. And it's not really; the font isn't too small, so I should be able to make, I it, make it through. Yeah, a I, li- I
0: like it a lot so far. It it does reveal a lot about his. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, may they talk about Awada. If you read any of their anecdotes about meeting him and stuff. They were always just surprised at how they would remember him, like all these years later, or you know this that, and the other, like dude had like a crazy memory, but I think it wasn't just that he had you know he probably did have an exceptionally good memory, he was probably like prodigious to some extent with like how his brain worked in general, but I think he really did put his you know he put time into learning about people and and remembering them it's not just like he naturally did, you know so he he had a personable nature about him combined with an almost like, I don't know, something about his business acumen. It's just, it's like he was like creating the rules as he went, but they were all the right things.
2: Mm -hmm. Maybe you read this part, Jeremy, because it sounds kind of like what you're talking about. But one thing that stuck with me, he made a point of what, when he was president of hell, he made a point of having a meeting with every employee twice a year. And there were 90 something employees at at hell. He said that some meetings would go for about 20 minutes. Other meetings could go up to three hours. He met with every single person at the company. And he found that very valuable in terms of learning things he didn't know about his own company and figuring out uh, what direction he should take the company. Uh, Try to think about how many CEOs actually sit down and
1: meet with each individual person working at the company. It's pretty extraordinary. Aside from like uh, employer reviews or something?
0: So you wouldn't have right. undercover boss if everybody was doing things like Iwata.
1: Oh, yeah. No. Well, and it wasn't even in the form of like
2: uh, employee reviews. It was more just him trying to sit down and learn from his
1: employees. Because like at the OWL, we we did that. We had to talk to our manager like twice a year for like employee reviews. But I was like, but I think it's much different than what, uh, yeah. what Iwata was no, doing. No,
2: he, he was... You know, whereas in that situation, the, empl- the employer is on top and and the employee is sort of on the bottom. These meetings were meant to be flipped around. He was wanting to learn from them yeah, for the betterment of the company. Sure. And actually, that kind of uh, makes me realize that's probably how, how he even came up with the idea of doing the, the Iwata Ask series, because that was just something he was doing interviewing his employees mm-hmm. twice a year. And he decided to take that public and make an article out of it
1: and it was great because yeah they don't really go i I mean a lot of places don't really go that much in depth of development especially not japanese companies from what i found and there's a lot of really good information for that so and and he and he has a really cool way of going about like because i read the part where he like you know where he came into earthbound and he's like you know he basically was like you know well none of this works i can make it different but he was still, like, really respective of it. They still used, like, all of the story that they had already written. He just made it work. You know, he just did, like, the development part of it. But it didn't feel like he was disrespectful to the people who had already spent so much time on it. I felt like he did it so well that, you know, that they didn't feel like he was really fucking up what they already had. He still, like, preserved all the good things that they had. Just made it better, like, from a from a control aspect. And it was just really cool how he did that. But he didn't make anybody mad in the, in the process. Or at least that's what he said, you know. He seems he seemed pretty respectful of his workers is what I'm saying like same way, what you were saying, but from a different part of the book so
3: but well, not- he
0: truly he truly was like you know you get the idea of where he started and they do it so yeah like you guys are saying like it's it's thematic in how it's set up but there is a bit of a chronological nature to it because you do hear him talk about himself in the beginning his childhood mm-hmm. a lot and, um yeah he started from where everybody else did like maybe he excelled early on and was noticed because and that's cool you know but uh he wasn't a, just a, I, I don't know he wasn't like some ceo just imported over from another company that just been like going from company to company or whatever he was like you know he was a developer he, you know his you know that whole quote that's at the beginning of the, the book that's a, a really famous quote about him and uh yeah his uh his, i think his perspective on his employees is that he saw himself in them he saw where he used to be there and what he wished his superiors had done for him That's kind of cool that he had that perspective still.
1: And he wasn't like, it it wasn't being like, oh, I'm above you on this. Or, you know, it it wasn't like comparing, like, wherever. It just seemed like he was very approachable about that type of thing. He didn't, like, just go in there and be like, this is shit. I'm going to restart it all. You know, it was all just like, we're going to keep this. And that's great. I mean, I I felt like he did did it really well. But, yeah, I'm excited to read the rest of it for sure. So we'll definitely talk about it. I mean, we could almost do like a whole Patreon episode about it, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how things go for next week. But yeah.
2: I signed up for Apple Music. Well, actually, I got a free trial for when I bought my computer. And so um, I finally cashed that in because I'm doing more driving these days. And I thought I could use more variety in my music. And it's been great. Um, there's a good number of video game soundtracks on there. What did, what yeah, did, you, what did
1: you find? What, what, have you what been did I find? On there? Is Hitman on there?
2: Man, um Actually, no, I don't know. I, I have the the soundtracks. I bought it with with the game. Oh sure. I Never looked that up.
1: Well, because I, what I what would normally because you know I like to buy video game soundtracks, of course, and most of the time, what what will tell me that it actually is available to purchase is whether it's on Spotify or not. Is right. kind of what I've what what I've been figuring figuring out. And if it's on Spotify, then there's a good chance that I can actually buy it myself. So. I don't know if that works the same way as Apple Music, where like pretty much anything that's available for purchase is also on there. I don't know if they it have as wide of like a spectrum as part. Spotify does. I've not
2: really run into a song that I've I've wanted to listen to so far that wasn't on there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure if you wanted for to this, listen to like the Mario Brothers theme, you're not going to yeah. find one on there. Like you'll find no, no it's on there versions of it. There. But I'm saying, yeah, that, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Nintendo it's... directly put it on there. That's what I'm saying. Like some things so there, aren't available. there was one. There was one playlist that was,
2: uh, it's made, the, the, art, the quote-unquote artist is video game players, and it is just actual, somebody ripped the the song straight from the game. Yeah. And so it's a whole bunch of those. But I did find the Messenger soundtrack on there, and I listened to that a lot.
1: Yeah, that should be on there. And well, there should be, because there was also like, because there were two different albums. There was like the old one and the new one. And then right. there was also the DLC album and I have all th- I have all three of them. But yeah, there were various ones in there. So I would expect that to be on there for sure. But yeah, it all kind of it it always depends on what's available for purchase. After after playing like some like almost like 60 hours of Bravely Default, like I really wanted that soundtrack. I know that's something you could probably only buy in Japan and it would cost whatever to import it, but if I could buy that digitally, I would buy that soundtrack cuz it's a great soundtrack.
2: And then my last bit of news, just personal news, I finally got to my second vaccine, so I'm fully vexed.
1: I hope that the vaccine works out much better than that than that awful controller that you have a picture of there. Yeah, <laughs> I had that. I, the you know it, people who are listening don't know this that uh, off of our outline here, is that the NES Max? Is that what what it was called? It is, mm-hmm.
2: and I made it into the NES Max.
1: Yeah, because I a- I had that shitty controller and I hated it so much. It's such a bad controller. Like, I, actually, I I think I still have it somewhere. It's probably at my mom's house, but it was one of those that had, like, this sliding thumb thing in there, which doesn't even make any sense. Instead of a D-pad. Well, you it, don't even, yeah. the sliding thumb thing doesn't do anything. All you have to do is press the circle around yeah. the sliding thumb thing. It was awful. It's, like, one of the worst controllers I've ever had. So. so, yeah, hopefully your VAX is nothing like that piece of shit, because that yeah. controller sucked.
2: Yeah, I made the NES Max into the NES VAX, and I stuck a, a hyperdermic needle on yeah. there.
1: But so. There, there you go. Did when did you? When oh, did was you that get... your
2: own Photoshop? Yep. When when oh, did you
1: nice. when, when did you get it done?
2: Just before the show.
1: Okay, so so you're feeling okay, right? You're not you're not feeling winded or anything like. More oh, than... oh no! I,
2: I was talking about the Photoshop. Oh. I got it done done on Saturday.
1: Did did you deal with any sort of uh like uh did you get super tired Nothing. or drained or I got, whatever? It felt like any other day, so I didn't get any side effects. Okay, I'm, not I'm even
0: like a sore arm.
1: No. Mm. I wonder. I'm wondering about that because, well, when I did it, yeah, like right after I did it, I felt, felt really tired, and I took a nap, and my arm was kind of sore, and that was about it. That's 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 all I had. But cool. I felt
0: like someone had just like used my arm as a punching bag and <laughs>
1: all that sucked all your energy out. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, not cool that your energy, got attacked, <laughs> but you know, right. yeah. But no, you're you're all fully vax. We're all fully vaxxed So there you go. Yeah, we're
0: all gonna meet again
1: someday. We will see each other someday in the future. All right, so if that's that's what you've been saying, or that's what you have for the week, John, let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about some new shit.
2: Just go
0: to patreon.com slash podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! Whoa,
3: whoa, 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 whoa. He's throwing us back to the show!
1: So long, Bowser! Ah! Ah, patreon.com slash Game over! Back from the break this is uh I, I feel like this week is one of those uh do they it? wallet breaking weeks that you see on those videos on youtube about all the releases that are coming out mm-hmm. especially the ten dollar calculator that's coming out this week no I, nobody should actually buy that
0: i mean i need to buy that just so i can <laughs> have a budget for everything else
1: yeah it's i mean this is just kind of like a joke on the internet and i just put it down there because why but uh yeah, there's a ten dollar calculator you can buy on the Switch right now. Don't even look at it. Don't even go to the eShop and, and search for it. Just forget that it ever happened and you know, in the next week it'll get buried on under all the other forty games that get released every week, so you won't have to see it ever again. But with it's one stupid. exception,
0: let's say you have a class where you're not allowed to use a calculator on the test, but for some reason the <laughs> but, teacher lets you play Switch.
1: Yeah, then you can use Put that. it on
0: there because it has a scientific calculator. In it.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it's gotta do it's gotta do some really good shit for like a ten dollar calculator. If
2: you wanna play your switch in class and then hide it as a calculator when your teacher walks by.
1: There you go.
0: Oh yeah. Get it like a giant case to make it look like a big graphing calculator. And mm-hmm. then
1: you know, I mean the turn on uh,
0: a calculator function.
1: I mean, you know, the switch is not really that fast, so it'd be really hard to try to watch it'd be pretty funny to try to watch somebody do that because Switching from one game to another, you know, it's it's it would take like five minutes, probably. Maybe not that much, but well a teacher not that, that would quick. be fooled by that probably also
0: walks really slow. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be like uh yeah, they have to be like walking it's like that part from Monty Python where the guy keeps like coming up the hill, but he's like never never mm-hmm. gets to the spot. Does it have <laughs> to be that or you seem like far away? No, uh yeah, calculate the calculator's out. It, it reminds me of when they used to, didn't they used to sell like a clock on there <laughs> where you could get like an app that on, tells the time? Yeah. It's when like, the DSI 3DS, right?
0: first came out.
1: Yeah. But I thought well, that, yeah,
0: it was on the 3DS as well, but yeah, it was on the DSI. I it was on the Switch starts, too at the um, very
1: beginning, just because people would it? buy dumb shit all the yeah. time. But it's funny because yeah. there is already a clock. Well, there's already a clock obviously on the 3DS. It's
0: probably already a calculator as well.
1: And all the right. Switch that it's like, why would you need to buy another clock? But it's like, whatever. Just a dumb thing, but there are actually some cool games that are coming out aside from that. There's this game called Fire Un's Quest, which is like a time traveling point and click. I actually like the art style of it; looked really cool. Like, like look at look at what it shows, and it's kind of reminded me of like I I don't know, like those caveman games for Sega, but like with better graphics. But it was it's animated really well. The characters look cool. I I thought that one was interesting. There's a couple. There's actually a couple of first-person shooter old ones that I might get. I might get one or two of them. Who knows? This one, I actually, want to read the description of it. The Connection Rehaunted, which I actually I didn't even know what it was until I until I looked at it. But it's it basically looks like an old school first-person shooter, but it's like overly pixelated. It's supposed to kind of be like a computer game, and I, I was hoping that I thought it was actually releasing today because I was gonna I was gonna get it and play it. And the price is uh six dollar and sixty six cents, so it's uh, awesome. it's appropriately priced there. <laughs> I I just want to read the description to you because I think it's hilarious. This this is what and it, it says the same description in the trailer. But uh this this is what the description is. Hi. I hope this email finds you well. I've received this I've received the C D that you had sent me and after a cursory glance at the files, I have to say the chances of recovering the software seem promising. There seems to be some data corruption, but it's quite possible it may still run. Now again, I haven't really dug too deep into it, but it appears that it's some sort of simple game. I've seen plenty of things labeled as map, so it probably has many levels. Pretty sure it involves some sort of gun also. My guess is it's almost likely one of those retro shooters. Anyway, I'm going to go take a nap. Couldn't really get much sleep last night. Had a lot of nightmares. Can't can't quite remember about what. I'll keep you updated on my progress. Sincere regards, David.
3: <laughs>
1: clever. That's the description of this game on the e-shop. yeah. They're really so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it looks it looks funny. Watch the trailer of it, but it looks like overly pixelated. You're killing stuff. It looks silly, and it's six dollars. I feel like I have to need to I need to just try it anyway, just because of its dumbness,
3: and I mean, because it's like I like 7 dollars.
1: Yeah, well, and also I have some gold points, so whatever I can make it less. But I, I'll, I'll probably end up streaming it on Thursday. But I just thought that was funny. That's a uh, connection rehaunted. But as far as stuff that's not really shovelware, um, <laughs> Subnautica is coming out this week. Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero, which that's uh, apparently that's a thing. People really like that. Like my niece, uh, my niece who like texted me about Pokemon Snap, which she did actually buy it. So she, she bought the physical copy of it. But she said that that was like one of her favorite games, is Subnautica so i mean i'm really
0: like that game yeah he sh- showed last time i was in tennessee which was well like a year and a half ago now but uh he showed me his his whole like submarine thingy that he had in his base
1: i figured that that would be something that jeremy might possibly jump on because doesn't it kind of have the same workings of minecraft kind of or it's like kind of in that same it's area I don't know
0: it's yeah. similar it's um it looks a lot more like polished and like you know, more like a
1: modern game. Yeah, it's it's not it's not all pixelated. It's not like Fox oh. graphics and all that stuff.
0: My friend Dan, who generally has pretty good opinions about games, who
1: Aside from uh, got... Rebel Without a Pulse. <laughs> right, besides that one. <laughs> Dragging uh, you for he... that one, Dan.
0: <laughs> He's played enough Subnautica er, to, for me to know that it's a good game. You know, he talked about
1: playing it for quite a while, and
0: it's on my Steam wish list, and it keeps going on sale, but I've never bought it. Maybe I'll pick it up on the Switch. I don't know. I do want to see a review of it and how does it perform, because I think it's kind of a resource-intensive game. It's not like
1: Minecraft. Oh, yeah. It
0: does require a lot of RAM, but it's still so basic.
1: It, I mean, from what I've seen of it, it looks really good. So I'm, so I'm afraid that maybe it won't. It makes you mm-hmm. kind of feel a little weary about it, that maybe it won't run that well on the Switch. But I don't know. I think I think it looks pretty. I mean, it is kinda... I also didn't
0: know what's below zero. Is that a different game?
1: Uh, Those are those are both Subnautica games. There's actually two games. There's Subnautica and there's games. Subnautica Below Zero.
0: So that's two separate games. Yeah. Below Zero is the sequel.
1: Yeah. So I guess okay. Below Zero is Subnautica 2. They're the same price. But yeah, there's Subnautica Regular and there's Subnautica Below Zero. So I guess Subnautica Below Zero is like more ice areas or something like that. I don't know. It's kind of a high price to just like buy if you don't know anything about it. But it is on sale. Well, it will have been on sale for a couple of days before it comes out, because by the time this posts, it'll already be out, but it's like one of those 10% off sales until it releases, so, but once it's, but once it's out, it's, they're $30 each, so I don't know. I just, I thought it might be something that you might think about getting maybe, but the big one, and I would get it, like my, everything, my 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 payment's kind of messed up right now, so I'm not really buying anything this big, but... If I did have it, I would totally want to check it out. But Famicom Detective Club comes out this week as well on Friday, and that's the Missing Air and, and the and the girl who stands behind. And uh, I watched the, I watched the review of it. It looks pretty good. Like the animation looks really really good. Like the like the like that sort of art design and the animation, all that mm-hmm. is great compared to the original Famicom Famicom Disk System version of this game. So I'm definitely really intrigued. And this is the whole thing where was like one of them is thirty five dollars, and if you buy if you buy one, you automatically get ten dollars off the second one, so then it ends up being sixty dollars for both of them. So you get so you get that as like a full price game, and it's something I've been really intrigued by. I'm not really and I'm not really that much into point and click stuff, but I did love the Phoenix Wright series. It's similar to that, but made before that. But I've heard that it's just it's just modernized really well. Like they've just done a lot of really, really cool stuff with it, and it looks great. Like it's and it's all it's all voice acted. It's all in Japanese, but I prefer it that way anyway. So that doesn't really bother me but, but yeah that's kind of one that was on my list that comes out on friday this week both of them so i was kind of like well maybe i'll try it for next week depending depending on how uh how birthday funds go if there are any so <laughs> that's that's one that i was looking at for sure and uh, also this other there's another first person shooter old school first person shooter called exo demon where you're a demon that runs around doing platforming stuff and I thought about that one but I might end up just doing the Rehaunted one or if I get if I decide that I want to spend more I'll do both of them and just see which one's better because they're both both retro first person shooter stuff and I love it and and it's on here but it still hasn't been released but Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance what the fuck guys (laughs) this game is still not out it was supposed to have come out last year or last year it's supposed to have come out last week for Switch and it still has. It was not- a surprise
2: yeah. announcement too for all the systems. But
1: yeah, but not Switch. Switch didn't happen. It was a surprise announcement for everything except for Switch. So I was like, and and I, and now there's like news going around that they might possibly do Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance too. But I'm like, dude, guys, get with the fucking program. You never put one on there. Figure out one, and then we can talk about two. Because and this was a GameCube game, and I know I think Jeremy has this game, right? Don't you have Dark Alliance? I do on the GameCube. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a GameCube game. Mm -hmm. So one day that'll come out, but as of right now, not out. Oh, and what else? Uh, There's this one game that's probably crap, but it just looks kind of funny. Taxi Driver Simulator. It basically looks like a realistic version of Crazy Taxi. And this is actually kind of the joke that I said about that other wannabe Crazy Taxi game that came out. Where I was like, why can't you just be a guy who's doing a taxi thing, getting underpaid, and trying to make everything work? And that's probably what this game is. So maybe if it's on sale for like five dollars, I'll check it out or something in the future. I don't know. But yeah, there's a pretty big there's a pretty big amount of stuff that I think is interesting for this week for sure, especially like the Famicom Detective Club and Subnautica stuff. So there's that. There's a new uh, there's a new Hitman Three update out with a new performance yes. mode, were you able to mess around in it at all? You said you tried playing it again and didn't see, or had, Oh no, I, did, I didn't controls. try since, since this
2: came out. So, but um, yeah, I, I need to try the performance mode and check that out. Well, you still got the- uh, I, I always, I always said that I think the game runs pretty well. Uh, even, even considering my poor internet that I had back in, in California. So I'm anxious now to give this a try if they've improved it with the, the performance mode. Yeah. Plus, there's also a 10 minute trial. So, if you anybody who hasn't tried the game yet, uh, there's a new 10 minute trial of the first level of the game. So, now so is that 10
0: minutes total, or can you play 10 minutes at a time?
2: 10 minutes total, I believe.
1: Well, it didn't I mean, I felt like before it was like, wasn't it close Four to that? Minutes. It was like five minutes or something like that. So, you get double the time. Maybe you can go figure out how to get to that second level. That was the part that like Jeremy and I couldn't get past, hmm. right? Where you were. Where you're like at the bar and you're trying to mm-hmm. get a different thing to wear or whatever to get to the second level of the party. Could try doing that. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. I was I was going to do it, but I got too distracted by Bravely Default, so I didn't I didn't get to it yet. But I'll try it at some point. There's a world. There's a World Ends Club demo out also, and I haven't I haven't messed with that as well yet. But I do have it downloaded on my system, so it's just kind of waiting there for me to play it. But I'm interested. That was that game that was on a. Direct way back when and we all thought it looked kinda interesting. So But I guess uh yeah, for our main topic, what we wanted to talk about is this rumor thing going around, and I've seen like everybody's mentioning it, so there might be some sort of truth to it. I don't know. Two. Xbox, Xbox two. Nintendo. Nintendo. <NX3> Nintendo PlayStation, PlayStation. Xbox Grand Prix. Rumors. There's see, everybody seems to be talking about this new Donkey Kong thing. I'm sure did you guys wa- watch any of it or read any of it? I hope I read a little a bit about, about it. Mm-hmm. They're basically, uh, they think that there's like somebody leaked, uh, that the people who did Mario Odyssey are making uh, a new Donkey Kong game, which the people who did Mario Odyssey are the same people who did Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. So mm-hmm. there's all this like rumor mill around that saying that like, oh, Jungle Beat 2, are we going to get new bongos? You know, which that would be hilarious, Never. but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty funny if they just like kind of just went for it. It's like the switch; everything will win on the switch. So let just go. Let's just go with it. So,
0: I but, mean, I'm all about it. Bring back music games, yeah, like, in a big way.
1: But I mean, I mean, I I posted it on our on our Slack. But there's like even like a mock up of a of like a, of like the mm. the cradle with the with the barrel on it and all this stuff. And
0: which when I saw yeah. the thumbnail of that, I thought it was literally. The DK bongos, because they have the, yeah, the dock looks like it's made
1: out of a barrel. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, sure. Uh, I mean, it's some people seem to think that it's a Donkey Kong 3D Donkey Kong. Some people seem to think Mm. it's 2D Donkey Kong. I think it would be pretty funny if it was 3D Donkey Kong for those like for that, like 5% of people who like uh, Donkey Kong 64 still. Actually, I think it's got to be like 20%, maybe. Some people still think it's the like. new
2: Donkey Kong King of Swing.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. It should be uh, it should be the Jungle Beat sequel. That's what I want with with Bongos. You can't play without without Bongos. But it's I mean you know E three is like just around the corner. It's only like a month away. So it's already we're already starting to hear all this rumor stuff. People are talking about Mario Party two. Also, you know that that's going to be something that's unveiled during that
0: Super Mario Party two.
1: Yeah. What did I say?
0: You said Mario Party 2, but... Yeah,
1: Super Mario Party whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, so Super Mario Party 2, because of, like, the online mode and all that, which I actually saw, if you look at the highest-selling games on the eShop, Super Mario Party is actually up there in the top five now. So, I mean, the online obviously worked in Nintendo. People went and bought the fucking game. You know, it's like on it's, like, in the top five sellers now, so... So maybe you should have done this a long time ago. So maybe that maybe they have another one in the works. I don't know, but I think what the most the most interesting thing about the rumors is is the whole uh, talk around the um, registering a new la- la- a new trademark for uh for Bot and Kaido's from Bandai Namco. Yeah, because uh, bring it back. I've I've seen. I mean, a lot of people are talking about it. Not that it's not that it's real, but. Just because I like those games, <laughs> I want I want it to be real. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to re-release Bot and Kaido's one and two, or you know, Origins Same. and the regular one and all that. But, well, because I love I love seeing GameCube games on the Switch, and I love seeing uh, Bot and Kaidos stuff. So, yeah, and plus it just uh, be another
2: case of them maintaining their their IP and
1: yeah, uh, I due, mean I've, due diligence. Of course, there's that, but. Nam Namco Bandai they they're going to be they are saying that they're going to 100% going to be at at the uh at E3 so that could be an announcement that's there. Oh yeah, and I almost forgot. I'm fucking staring at it right now. My my Metroid set, but there's this whole new rumor about a Metroid game too. I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh Mercury Steam, the the Mercury Steam company, somebody was saying that that they finished a new 2D Metroid and it's actually already done and they're just waiting to announce it at E3. That's that's what I heard. Not to mention they've actually been they got like they're getting they're having another game produced by another company as well. Mercury Mercury Steam is like a new one. <laughs> so it makes sense kind of, I guess it's been a long time since uh since the second Metroid came out on 3DS. I mean, that was like that was the very first time that I did a top games of the year video, so that was probably like 5 or 6 years ago. It was at the very well it, it I guess it wouldn't it was at the very beginning of the switch when uh metroid when samus returns came out that was like the very first year that the switch twenty seventeen yeah in so so that's like four years ago, so I mean that's if they had been working on a game since that game was released four years, they could easily have made a two d metroid in that time i mean it's you know maybe it's me just hoping for a, a Metroid release someday, <laughs> but uh, I don't know I wanna believe man, like Mulder. I wanna want it to happen there to be a new metroid game i don't know on that note do you want to
2: talk about the comment that the developer made regarding possibly having the metroid trilogy on switch
1: Oh, oh sure yeah i mean i i've been saying for a long time that the metroid prime trilogy is not happening on switch but this guy says the same thing
2: yeah so he's a former retro studios dev and he said that it would take a lot of effort he's skeptical of it happening
1: that's what I said. That's what I said way back when. Because it's a fucking point game. Because it's a, because it's a motion game. It's all motion on the Metroid Prime trilogy. Is it was all created for the Wii for the Wii remote and the nunchuck, and they would have to redo the whole fucking game to make it work on yep. the Swiss system. And mm-hmm. I guess you know you could say, oh well, they're doing that with Zelda for like for Skyward Sword. But I mean. Metroid Met- presumably and- took a lot of work, yeah. too. I mean, but Metroid Prime 3 has a lot of fucking twisting and poking and all this mm-hmm. other shit you got to do.
2: Plus, it's so, three games, not one.
1: Yeah. and Plus, it's three games, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I really, I never really believed it was a thing on Switch. I'm not saying that this is proving that it isn't, but...
3: But this guy a, would know. But he's right. He's a, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's a senior designer of the Metroid yeah. Prime series.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if, you, yeah. if for anybody who played it, they know it was all motion control. It's hard to switch all that to... To non-motion control, especially a game like maybe because, you know, Metroid Prime 1 and 2, they were originally not motion controls, but 3 is all motion is like was designed for motion. So it's kind of like that's the hard one, I think, would be the hardest one out of all of them. So
2: I'll read his quote, too. So he said that would take a lot of effort. So I'm pretty skeptical it will happen. It was straightforward to update Metroid Prime 1 and 2 to motion controls, but converting Metroid Prime 3 to normal controls would be a Herculean effort. As it is scripted very specifically using volumetric triggers to detect the motion in precise manners to do specific switches, and the bosses are tuned to take into account the ease of
1: gesture aiming. No, exactly. Yeah, because it's a lot of it is. Uh, a, a, yeah, a lot of it is uh, moving, moving your arm in a certain way to open to open switches and stuff like that. And it's it's you know it's super gimmicky, but I like Metroid Three. But it's but also I don't really. You know, it's not going to work. I was going to say, I think
0: they they could make the first two work pretty easily, actually.
1: Yeah, the second, the first two you could, but the third one is so based around motion, the motion, a different thing.
0: That's that was a good game. That was a fun game.
1: I like three. I mean, I I like I had a lot of fun with it when it came out. Like I played the The only Metroid Prime
0: I ever beat, actually.
1: Yeah, it was three. I beat all three of them, but two was whatever. (laughs) Two, two was two was kind of a slog. But there were parts of one that was kind of a slog too. But I really like one. It's a great game. But yeah, no, I'm really hoping for. Uh, I'd like to see any sort of new Metroid thing. As weird as it would be for like a Metroid to just kind of come out of nowhere like that, there is. I mean, there is evidence that you could point to, like, um, like you know, if you ever if you made it through uh, Metroid: Samus Returns, it does end with you seeing the Metroids from Metroid Fusion in there. They do a little like after credits thing to to give you the idea that maybe they would remake Fusion. So it's not completely out there. They kind of already set that into motion so i would love for it to be real and and if you think about when when metroid when uh samus returns was announced they they there was like really no build-up of it they were just kind of like oh yeah and and it was remember it was like after the direct they had a direct and then they did their treehouse stuff and they're like oh yeah and by the way here's this fucking 3ds game that's coming out like next month and that's how nintendo likes to do stuff and i kind of love it when they do that where they're like oh yeah here uh Here's this thing. It's out next week. You know, <laughs> it's like, instead of do instead of like showing, which they've been guilty of the other side as well with like Metroid Prime 4. But sometimes they just, you know, they just are sort of like, here, it's coming out soon, you know, instead of, instead of like having a logo that you wait for for four years or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So I hope that one's real. I mean, I, you know, rumors or whatever, but like I said, we're getting pretty close to E3 here, and E3 is going to be open to the public and all that. I don't know if we actually fully talked about that when that was broke, but. We should try to figure out a way to like watch it together or something like that. That would be that would be fun. Or we'll watch or watch the Nintendo stuff. I don't know what everybody's schedules like, but when it gets closer to the E three time, we should try to figure out a way to like actually like watch it all. You know, since it's all going to be open. I guess we were watching it anyway through the directs and stuff. But maybe we could do some sort of stream or something like that involving it.
2: One well, last piece of uh, rumors, evidence, whatever you want to call it. So the there's an OLED display firm that mentions the Switch Pro during their uh, their Q1 investors call.
1: What did, what did they say about it?
2: It's in the article right here. One because second.
1: It's, uh, I'm looking at this.
2: So what they said was, and in the gaming market, there are reports for the first time that Nintendo has selected an OLED screen for the new Switch Pro due to OLED benefits of higher contrast of faster response times. The adoption of OLEDs continues to expand it is fueling the multi-year oled capex growth cycle in which we are in
1: so so this like this presentation thing is him being like oh here is all the people that like oleds even this that's not announced yet even nintendo does even though they won't even talk about it that's just kind of a right. funny way to say it but yeah i mean if it's if that's true they're they're doing a really bad time of hiding any of the stuff nintendo is it's like oh yeah and this and this and everybody's yeah. Maybe everybody' a is... public
2: announcement, but uh, you know, it's their investor's call, yeah, but somebody found it,
1: I mean, hopefully that'll be another thing that's maybe announced at e three I don't know, I mean, Nintendo will be there, so there you go, but at this point, it's kind of like I don't know, it's almost like the level of uh of the like uh whatever the fuck what was the what was the switch call before it was the switch Do NX. You the n x see yeah, all those n x rumors and shit well, that was. That was beyond ridiculous, because people what were like, the, creating fake... What was uh, the... Wii U was called. Re- no, Wii was that's Revolution. It. Revolution was Wii. I don't know what Wii U was Revolution
0: was Wii. And Dolphin was the 64... or was the GameCube.
1: GameCube was Dolphin, yeah. Yeah, it's not what the Wii U was. But. I don't remember. Yeah, you'd
0: think by now you would have heard something. I guess that's what we've heard. Switch Pro, because that's the, what's been established as the standard now, that every console... Generation goes through Not they, the Wii U,
1: but they they got to do something because I was thinking about it the other day, and it's like, I mean, the Switch is two, it's like two generations behind right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, as far as like the current game generation <sighs> right now, the two, it's like two full generations behind. So it's like, uh, it's like a PS three, yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but there's the PS five. Is like the is is what's out now. That's where the video game world is at. The next but there's not
0: like much going on on the PS5 even now.
1: No, but I mean, but but that's where people are making. That's what where people are making games for mm-hmm. are the PS5 and the Series X and all that. So I'm just saying at that point, Nintendo's too. So if they want to get any of these newer games that are coming into these systems, like Re- Returnal or whatever it's called, like mm-hmm. the, the stuff like that, or like Resident Evil Seven. Like, you're not really going to see any of that on the Switch because the Switch is too far behind. So they need to do something. Step it up, boys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I think it's going to happen. Maybe yeah, we'll probably hear something about it in E3. At this point, it's like too many people are talking about it that it's got to be real, right? It can't it can't be fake. I don't know.
0: I guess they got to play into the fact that somehow owning another Switch will help you out because it is still selling really, really well. Yeah. The Switch is still selling crazy well.
1: Yeah. And and they're talking about and They were talking about, like, you know, making more or making a certain amount to sell through whatever and all this extra stuff for the, on the business aspect. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're planning on doing it later and they're just really bad at hiding it. I just, I just want to know what it is. Just show it to me already. <laughs> I just want
2: to buy it already.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not expecting to be, blown I don't want to buy it because I don't think it's just going to be a better version of
1: what I want to know what it is.
0: The th- The fact the switch is printing money for them. I don't see Nintendo throwing
1: a curveball, but they have before you never know they they do but what, but the what thing do is they... they know that that the
2: switch the with families anyway usually have two or even three switches per household so this will be pitched as the switch for the parents mm
3: mm-hmm.
1: just get another one yeah get an upgrade man but they got to have they got to have something on there that's uh i don't know something that drives it and and, and Evil we- 7 <laughs> yeah well, we saw, I mean, we saw stuff where or we, or we've seen rumors where they're like, oh, there's going to be like, there's going to be specific stuff on there that's only going to be able to run on the Switch Pro. Like I've seen, mm-hmm. I've seen all that stuff, you know, so who knows? But something that definitely doesn't need the Switch Pro is uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, <laughs> the game, <laughs> which is getting re-released mm-hmm. at the end of June. I'm actually pretty excited about this because I never really played Zombies Ate-, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Me neither. And, and I like, I like. But my- I remember
2: those commercials so well.
1: And uh and Google Patrol. I never even heard of Google Patrol, but there's there's two of them on there. I just I just like to see stuff like this re-released. It was like uh you know you know, it was like the Blizzard Arcade collection that I bought that had all those games on there. Like that was fun and it's always nice to get more Super Nintendo stuff that you haven't played. So I'm on board for that. A lot of people Please really don't... love
0: this game. I don't know anything about it. I've never played it.
1: Yeah, I d I've I, only I...
2: played it on emulators and stuff, so I, I never I, I I never really got like what the, the just of the game was, I'm interested to give it a try again.
1: It it looked kind of like a twin stick shooter from what I saw of it. Of a of a.
2: Yeah, I think it's an arcade style zombie, so. twin eight, my stick shooter. So, yeah.
1: So, but it's co op. You know, you kind of run, you kind of run around and shoot people. And I don't know. I I thought that it had some sort of. Isn't it like kind of a? Is it? Isn't it attached in some way to Medieval Mansion, or is that no? Or or what is?
2: Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion. Maniac that,
1: mansion. that one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just by being developed by Lucas Hertz.
1: Okay, there's I not think. any similar developers. I thought that it had some sort of correlation between the two of them, but I guess not. But there I mean there's extra there's bonus videos and stuff on there, which I always like from developers. So there you go. But yeah, it looks fun. I mean <laughs> I'm watching the video right now and there's a giant baby like running around killing people.
0: There's a um somebody is currently making a it looks like a old school shooter like Doom or something, but it's zombies ate by neighbors. And it looks like the same sprites and everything, but it's fully 3D. And oh wow, this should—it's kind of cool because that because I've been seeing a lot about a lot of that on Twitter this past week, and then they announced this after I was seeing that media. So I doubt they're related, but it's definitely in the zeitgeist. Like this game, people care about it.
1: Yeah, no, people like it. I I actually well one one of the uh, one of the Halloween like soundtrack episodes that I did for WRT Radio has a song in there from it. Just because I knew of it as being, a, you know, a cult hit that, that people like. So, so yeah. So, I'm excited to check it out. As long as it doesn't release for like $50 or something like that. I don't know. As as, as long as it's, it's a decent price, I'll check it out for sure.
2: What do you think about Flowstone Saga? This seems pretty cool.
1: I'm interested in it. I mean, it's kind of, it's a, it's an RPG where you fight with, by doing Tetris style combat. So. It's just like
0: Puzzle Fighter a little bit, but with Tetris and stuff. Right, true. Well, I mean, but De-jeweled.
1: yeah, but but I mean, but Puzzle Fighter didn't actually have like a map where you walked around. It was basically like just puzzles, you know. But it, but you would, you know, depending on what jewels you would do different magic spells and something stuff like that. This is more like kind of this actually kind of reminds me more of like a Undertale, you know, kind of like an Undertale style game. But instead of doing like the shoot 'em up stuff in Undertale, you're doing like Tetris shit, you know. So I'm interested in it. I don't know. It was, it was announced not that long ago. It's on Kickstarter, but I'm sure it's kickstarted by now.
2: It's not quite there. It's a few thousand short, but it's, it's almost there. It's identical. not quite there.
1: 22 days left.
0: Right. So it's a little hard for me to get excited about a game.
1: That's still it's not even, not right. even funded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I do like the concept and it, yeah, for me, it's like, well, I'll do well in the battles because I know how to play Tetris. You know, I'm already like, I know the battle system or to a certain extent
1: it's like 4,600 under, under the spot. So it's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that we, we may not even, we probably won't even see it for a few more years. So it's just an interesting idea. That's, that's why I tagged it for the thing.
2: I am 8 bit is bringing out the physical edition of manifold garden and it's bringing the soundtrack to vinyl.
1: Yeah. I sent that to you because, uh, because it had this really neat, like, um, cardboard, uh, it's like
2: thing. a pop-up book.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, what, or what do you call that? Like it's like a diorama kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It looks neat. I mean, it just the, the way. That's why I sent the picture because it looked it looked really neat.
2: Yeah, and that's included with, with the vinyl soundtrack. the mm-hmm. The cover it looks like it unfolds as as a pop up book does. Yeah, yeah. But because, that soundtrack uh, is really nice. It's a nice soothing soundtrack. So I would consider getting that if I was into vinyl.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you still owe you still owe the podcast a beat of one of those. Uh, I do. Indie games that's an easy down, beat too. So. I mean, it's only a five-hour game. I mean, you like that game too. I do. I really I mean, like it. You should play games that you like. You know, hey, I should give, give give it a give it a go. It's not too long either. Give it give it a you know, lay back and play it. Give it give it a go for next week. Try to try to get through that.
2: I I might get distracted by this demo for Knockout City.
1: <laughs> well, that's not till uh, that's actually before next or, or that's after next week, so it won't even happen yet.
0: Twenty first, right?
1: Yeah, the twenty first. That's but Knockout City was really fun. You should definitely try it out when it whenever it uh, comes around. Because I played, I played the first version of it, and yeah, it's uh it kind of felt it. You know, it felt like a uh, like a third person shooter, but with uh, dodgeballs. So
0: it looks like Splatoon.
1: Yeah, it 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 kind of has that feeling. So, so I'm definitely going to play that. I mean, you get, you get like a 10 day free trial. I haven't even seen a price for this game yet, so I don't know how exactly it's working. I thought it was going to be free to play. Because they did like a free to play thing before, but I don't know. It's it's going to be out after our next episode. It'll be out like that Friday. So, but I, I yeah, I, I encourage you and everybody listening to this to try it out because I think it's really fun. Like, from what I played it, I thought it was pretty cool. At, le- at least play the $10, $10 or the 10 day trial, you know, if you have to pay like $50 for it, whatever. But <laughs> at least try it because I think it plays really well. Well, we might as well talk about your Chibi Robo markup here.
2: Yes. Yeah. So this was surprising. The other day I was on the NBC forums on Facebook and someone posted, because it was Mother's Day, uh, something along the lines of, if you really loved your mother, you'd buy her Chibi Robo. And he put a screenshot of uh, the eBay prices. And I saw the prices and I was like, that's, they can't be real. That's got to be fake. So I went on eBay and I checked it. And Chibi Robo is trending at around $230 complete in box.
1: I Whoa. I don't really find that that hard to believe though because Chibi Robo is like, I mean it's not really not that many people remember it. It don't they? It's they not a to...
2: common game, and the, the, those who play it love it.
1: Well, but it's also it was probably a limited release. Like that's basically mm-hmm. how anything becomes mm-hmm. more expensive on the internet. Is limited, because is then limited people release. are trying to
0: have complete collections, and they need
1: that. Well, and also there's, and also there's, if it's limited release, there's less copies of it around there. Most importantly, right? And I, and per- seriously, like, I bought it when it came out, but I was the only fucking person who heard of what it was. Like, I, I never talked to anybody who knew what Chubby Robo was, until except for I, me. Until I talked to you, like five years later, when you finally played it. But
3: no, time, I, I knew what it
2: was at the time. I was excited for it. Yeah. I just one that I never got around to at the time. Yeah. But um, I played it in 2010. And from that moment that was two thousand eleven. From that moment on I loved that game. Yeah.
1: I I don't I mean, I liked I liked it at the time. It's one of those games that I need to like I thought about maybe doing a Patreon episode sometime where we like take a game that we that we remember liking that we haven't played for a long time and like play it again and see like Mm -hmm. what we think of it, that type of thing. And I thought about maybe doing that for that game because I remember loving it when it came out, but I haven't touched it since it came out. So, I mean, there could be all sorts of gameplay problems with it or something as of now versus modern gameplay. I don't know. So, it'd be interesting to play again. That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, it's a, it's expensive. But a lot of these, I mean, a lot of GameCube games actually are expensive, like right. the ones that aren't really, like, popular. So, it doesn't really, yeah it doesn't surprise me that much. I mean, I was... You know, we were, like, Jess and I, we were looking for, uh, fucking Skies of Arcadia forever, because that game was, like, really expensive for a long time, you know? And
2: GameCube one or the Dreamcast?
1: The GameCube one. Mm. I don't know about the, yeah, I don't know about the Dreamcast one, but the GameCube one, which we did. She did end up getting one for me. But I think it was, I think it still ended up being, like, 60 bucks or something like that, which seems high for an older game, but I don't know. I mean, look, look up, uh, what is it, uh? Cubivore. That's the one. <laughs> Look up that game. That uh-huh. game's like $500 for, for GameCube. So there's, there's a lot of them that are out there that are pretty high.
2: Yeah, and I remember seeing that game around at like GameStop and stuff, too. Like, man, I wish I would have bought that game.
1: Yeah, Cubivore is... Uh, I, I just randomly looked it up. It's selling for $700 Jeez. right now. It says uh seven, dollars 59 our best offer, plus, plus $24 shipping. That's from Canada. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Yeah. Some of them are eight fifty. Wow, there's one that's four thousand unopened. But yeah,
2: Wow. Well, I poked around a couple of different sites and, and on Amazon I saw Chibi Robo. The highest one was going for like four sixty seven. Um, it's also translated down to uh, Chibi Robo on the DS, which is going at not quite as much, but it's, it's sixty bucks now. Wow! Which uh, just two years ago,
3: a park I patrol? Went, when I was
2: at the what's that Park Patrol? Yeah. yeah, two years ago I was at the SoCal Retro Expo. And I was I was looking for it. It wasn't there. I happened to ask one of the guys who owns a store, and he says, "I have it back at my store for twenty five dollars. If you want to stop by the store and pick it up." And this is after you know some years ago. I, I even saw it at, at GameStop for twelve bucks, and I've, I've regretted not picking it up ever since. So now I'm regretting not picking it up at twenty five dollars <laughs> because it just keeps going up.
1: Well, wasn't wasn't Park Patrol like a Walmart exclusive or something like it that? Was. I, it was. I I never even saw the game. Like I I would have bought it because I was so high on Chibi Robo at the time. But I mm-hmm. never even saw it anywhere. I never even saw yeah. it at, at even even at like a used, you know, even at a convention or something like that. So when
2: I, I saw it at the GameStop, that was before I actually. I never even saw it when I saw it at the GameStop. That was before I actually played the GameCube one. So I I wasn't high on Chibi Robo at the time, but now. Man, that's one of my like big gaming regrets that I wish I would have bought that game. Yeah,
1: I felt this. I I was just looking for uh, the last story the other day just because it's like one of those uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi games that I just always wanted to play, and it's it's the only part of the Project Rainfall that I never played. You know, I played the other mm-hmm. two, and I and there was another thing I found it at a found it at GameStop for really cheap, and now it's like almost two hundred dollars. But but I remember seeing it at GameStop for like fifteen dollars and not getting it, and I still regret that. Not getting it because now it's like two hundred dollars for it. So did but you yeah. ever play
2: T B Robo, Jeremy?
0: No, I watched Trey play it a little bit. I'm sure I showed I it to it. you.
1: Mm-hmm. I was, yeah. I mean, it was a lot of fun at the time. I just, you know, it's always interesting to see how well something has aged. I'm not saying that it would be bad now, but just like as far as like, uh, you know, modern uh, whatever quality of life stuff that we take for granted, you know, like sure. checkpoints. Checkpoints are a huge thing that can destroy a game, depending on. Mm-hmm. What it is, that's that's what killed Jack 2 for me, was <laughs> the checkpoint sucked so much, and the aiming sucked, and that whole game sucked. But yeah, it was uh, various things, but I don't know. Chibi Robo, very expensive. Re-release it on Switch, I'd buy it again. Please. A lot A lot of GameCube
0: games are, I was just looking them up kind of over here on the side, and I'm well, like looking up like Bait and Kato's is expensive.
1: Well, uh, GameCube games, games are, are kind of hot now. Are they been, yeah. I feel like they've been hot for for a few years.
0: I'm looking at my GameCube collection, like, hmm.
1: Yeah, see, so, yeah. dollar signs. I don't want to mm-hmm. sell. Yeah, I don't want to sell any of my GameCube. I don't want to sell but... nothing,
0: but I want to. I just want to continue to justify being a video game nerd as uh, being an investment at the same time.
1: Oh yeah, it's like a, uh, it's like collecting comics and stuff. Those original Saga comics that I have are worth something. Speaking of that, that we talked about a few weeks, a few, yeah a few weeks ago that black and white comic yeah (laughs) yeah the the non well if i had a black and white version it'd probably be worth it even more
2: yeah i would love to see a chibi robo released i've said it time time and again but i think the designs are really cool the the graphics on the gamecube even at the time were a little bit muddy and i would love to see it like in sharp hd it would look great when the 3ds came out that was my number one like dream game because I thought that would look so cool to see it in 3D from the miniature perspective. That would have been it's oh, sure, like no brainer yeah. to me. What a yeah. great I- idea! That would have been awesome. But they never did that. And they never really Please did any.
1: I mean, they never really did anything with Poor Chibi. I mean, he only had like two nope. more uh, re- uh, releases after that, right? It was Park you Patrol and smash Ziplash. Flash, and- yeah, that's right. And Ziplash was you know was was not great. I just want to say one more GameCube thing. Uh, so my I have Fire Emblem on GameCube. It's trending at three hundred dollars right now. Whoa, so there you go. Nice. <laughs> Are you Fire learning Emblem. that live right now? Yeah, I'm looking at it live. Nice on, on eBay. No, it it's just a because I, I know that the Fire Emblem game has been worth something for a while, and it's going for 300. It's like the trending price. So, Damn. and I bought that thing new when it came out for like 50. dollars So there you go. And I still hope to play through all of it someday because I really like that game. But whatever, it was a little
2: bit more Chibi ro- Robo news. I mean, big week for Chibi. Yeah, um, had
1: yeah, two two stories is... a. Uh, I mean, anything for Chibi is big. I think, but he's a little—he's a little guy. Everything, everything's big to him, (laughs) to them. I mean, we don't know—we don't know Chibis. uh, We don't know their gender, so we don't need to. I mean, they're a robot, so
2: you can see right between their legs. There's nothing there, so we don't know. But uh, there's an eight-year there was an eight-year journey to solve an obscure Chibi Robo fan theory. This is as reported by Vice. So, Hmm. um, for a very long time, this is the one of the fans uh, that they quoted he's saying for a very long time we've theorized that a major skip a major skip in the game that has never come to be this is the speed running community there's mm-hmm. a speed running community for chibi robo and that major skip that they've been theorizing had been dubbed upstairs early which is a way to, of jumping further into the game by uh by sequence skipping the requirement to build a ladder that lets players access the game's upstairs area it could bring the speed runs down by as much as 15 minutes breaking the two hour barrier and they found it. So
1: well, finally found it eight years later. Yes. When you, cause it, it wasn't like the development company also called skip that did it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes.
1: Yeah. So I'm confused. I was getting confused when you kept saying the, the skip in there. I'm like, like, like the guys who made it like, like skip.
2: I don't oh, no, know they're not around anymore. They skipped town.
1: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's crazy that you've, uh, I mean, it's like finding a, uh, it's like finding stuff and punch out like way later, like they did. I remember that one thing about the.
0: I remember watching a few videos about people trying to get past uh, in Wind Waker when you go to Hyrule Castle when it's still underwater, and you. Well, I guess it's always underwater, but when you um, are trying to get, you go out the back door and you can't progress. There's like an invisible wall until the end of the game. Oh like, yeah. If people could skip that wall, then they could shave like a crazy amount of time off the game. So I remember watching like a few videos about people trying to get around that. As far as I know, they figured it out, but it only was like one specific localization of the game or whatever that worked,
3: where you were able to uh,
0: glitch through it.
3: Mm. But
0: yeah, the speed run stuff is uh is serious. Like a lot of these people, that's what they do. They play one game that's their whole.
1: And a lot of it, well, a lot of it's like breaking a code too. Like I watched somebody, mm-hmm. I watched somebody do like a twenty minute speedrun of Dragon Quest One. And it's just, like, mind-boggling, because it's basically like, okay, you go to this spot, and you stand here, and you hit reset, and then you go and do another thing, and you stand here, and you hit power, and, and it's like you don't even really fight anybody, but somehow you do this glitch where, like, it super levels you up, and that's how you get through the whole thing. And I was just like, wow. It's just like a – it's code. It's basically all of it is code, but it involves, like, res- resetting and, like, turning the system off and doing all this other shit to, like – Yeah. That one I found, like, incredibly interesting.
0: Like just, just I saw there was it. one more Chibi-Robo thing that I thought you would mention.
3: but
1: Yes,
2: I think I know what you're going
1: to mention. Go ahead. What is it?
0: It was that uh, somebody suggested that the robot in Game Builder Garage should just be Chibi-Robo oh, yeah. because <laughs> it already kind of looks like it.
2: Yeah, it makes sense. And when,
0: when John posted it, I was like, well, that makes sense because he's always like carrying a cord around and he has to plug himself in. And in Builder Garage, you're basically linking the different sections with cords like to get them to interact with each other. So.
1: But I, I think totally makes sense. I think the people that they want to buy that though don't know who Chibi Robo is. I think they want kids. <laughs> I think they want kids to buy it, and what kids know about Chibi Robo, nobody does really. I mean, it's, it's not yet, just a, yeah. but they could
0: and they
2: should.
1: Yeah, they should I mean, have. you can make your own Chibi. Should Robo be mandatory there.
0: in elementary schools to learn about Chibi Robo. Yeah.
1: yeah, right. Well, uh, do you want to do you want to make fun of this awful SNL skit before we go, and that could be we our could. last thing of the episode. Uh, sure it's just did you guys watch it's it
0: very cringe oh i, I watched i watched it, it. I, had just, to.
1: I watched it just to watch it but oh my god like
0: i had to it's like the richest man in the world dresses wario you have to watch it
1: and not and doing like the worst wario impersonation yeah. you've ever seen from what i heard like pretty much his acting style is just shrugging his shoulders because yeah. he does it through the entire episode no matter who he plays <laughs> so one Musk thing that is happened like, is like hey, i don't know if you I'm, watched- I'm
0: i don't know if you watched his monologue no uh, I, he, re- I, I, he revealed did. that he's not neurotypical he revealed he's his asperger's he's yeah, yeah 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 so i think that's kind of what
1: so that so that makes him uh, uh, that makes him automatically not funny
0: no 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 it just means he's like uh, i'm just saying like you got to give him a little bit more of a pa- uh, not a pass necessarily but like he has like all he, the a, he money is kind of the the like expanding he get a beyond pass. his. i know <laughs> but he's like uh not a pa i guess like he's just not he's not an actor. I'm not well, trying to be yeah. a devil's advocate here. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, maybe just know that there's a definitely challenging.
1: I'm not uh, right. I'm not that's what I'm him. trying to get at, I'm not uh, blaming him so much for the sketch. I'm just blaming the writers for the sketch because it's fucking god awful. Like it, it's terrible. It reminded me. It reminded me. I never it. thought I
0: would have seen <laughs> Luigi's dick on national TV. Well, it well,
1: it, re- it reminded me of the days when, like, you all, when you would find like animations that were just like mario killing somebody or something like that was yeah. like all it right, was. The none of it was any good it was just like oh isn't it funny to see blood they were super sprites, weak about it too you know? it wasn't like yeah. he actually
0: killed him it was that they were playing mario they were doing a mario kart match and he threw a banana peel at him it's like
1: i wasn't even sure what the story was here i'm just like this and then is, the this end, a whole he bunch came of back
0: because and... it was Keenan playing him. at the end he came back because he had lives left so it's like the whole oh yeah yeah which was defeated at the end because mario's just like oh i'm back i have more
1: lives some some of their there was this really really bad joke that i saw on there i mean i think every joke i saw on there was pretty bad but there's one that i saw where it's like a a news one where they're like hey nintendo made some money and then and then and then the turtle shell came back and they lost some money (laughs) haha isn't that funny Mm -hmm. and i'm like this is the dumbest fucking joke i've ever seen like you played mario like one time and you thought that was a joke like you wanted to make a joke Mm -hmm. out of that out of the one time you saw the old like turtle show came back. That's a joke that we had like when we were fucking five years old. It's like okay, this is awful. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched I haven't watched Saturday Night Live since like nineteen ninety six, so I don't really know. But I mean
0: I mean if it if nothing else, yeah. this sketch reveals the like the pervasiveness of Nintendo even now. And and I said it in the Slack, but I was like, you know, back when we started the podcast, even like five years, six years ago when we started it, like Nintendo was going through a slump and um i don't know i feel like they were getting shit on a lot at the time in the in the industry and stuff so it's kind of cool to see nintendo back at the top in the sense that they're getting parodied on the most popular like live sketch show in the world
1: i mean it's the only and live sketch the show richest... i think right now <laughs> so it's well there's <laughs> other well, yeah maybe i mean right but, now <laughs> yeah, and then the richest
0: the richest guy in the world is dressed as wario and the sketch is fucking stupid it's like it's exactly like you said this could have totally been on new grounds back in the day
1: yeah, mm-hmm. college humor, or whatever. Yeah, complete like, complete
0: me- with the with the the shitty accents. And, I mean, like, Meg- Mega Sixty Four laziness did of, did better like why is why yeah <laughs> why does Princess Peach have the like bad Italian accent? Yeah, I can good.
3: understand <laughs> if one yeah, and if, that's like his girlfriend too. I guess yeah,
0: if she
2: never played the game and and she thought oh well Mario has the that's accent, his because so that's it.
1: his girlfriend. But
2: but nobody told her like there wasn't one person on the staff who played. Surely she's played mario said don't do italian
1: yeah but i think yeah it's like where's the director? don't they have directors for these scenes like isn't somebody going to be like oh hey uh peach is an italian she doesn't have i think they just
0: wanted to put grimes into the sketch yeah
1: grimes that's her name i was trying to figure i had never heard of this person ever before before this no that's grimes it's his girlfriend oh i thought i thought it was uh no it's grimes chloe five one of the actors yeah. Okay. No, it, it, cause I'd never heard of Grimes before this. For And I'm like, Frank Grimes from The Simpsons? What? I don't, I don't know what this means.
2: <laughs> no, he died.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he came back in the show. His kids did, at least. But uh, yeah, and it was just like, it was just like, whatever. And the last, the last Nintendo, aside from that stupid shell joke, but the last Nintendo thing I remember was the one where, where they play, like, WarioWare Shake It, and they're, like, masturbating with the Wiimote. That was, like, the last one I saw, which is nothing like that game, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. That one was pretty bad, too. So it's, like, yeah, whatever. It was just, uh, yeah, you're right. It's, like, old new ground stuff or whatever, like, college humor. Absolutely, or without place. a doubt.
0: I mean, I thought I really expected them to be a little more, like, okay, Wario killed Mario. Like, let's get a little more creative about it, other than he threw a banana peel at him while they were doing Mario Kart, you know, like. Let's say you he jumped on his head and smashed him or he bashed him in a wall and crushed him against bricks. Like, let's make it like fit, you know, make sense within the, the, the universe, but be like a gruesome, shocking way that Mario finally came to an end. Not, oh, well, we were playing Mario Kart and he threw banana peel and it just happened to be a fatal crash this time around.
1: It was like they were playing a uh, mortal uh, with that uh, that Mortal Combat car thing that I was talking about on the mm-hmm. on the Patreon. That's what happens with that. Basically, every time you slip, you like die. You like fly into the spikes or whatever. So I don't know. It's uh yeah. It's not even really worth mentioning. I just wanted to see what you guys. I did like at the end. At least of it.
0: When then whenever they try to do the, uh, I guess I didn't like it, but I'll give it some credit. The sketch some credit for accuracy when they try to turn it to some Cuomo joke because obviously snl takes is filmed in new york city and they gotta like have pete davidson come out and do his cuomo all the time now and uh so he comes out and he's like racism against italian americans or something like that and then wario's like actually i'm japanese because wario's never portrayed as being italian american at any point and Nintendo lore, so at least they were realistic there.
1: I, I yeah, I was kind of confused by that part. I was like, well, they're all Japanese, technically. <laughs> they're all created yeah. by Japanese people, so.
0: And, well, Wario Mario himself has been portrayed as being Italian American in some of the media. Yeah, and like his, Wario, and his dreams, Wario's never stuff. not been a Japanese character. Yeah,
1: no. at least they did like that little small animation at the end of Wario sounding like Wario to try to mm-hmm. let everyone know that they aren't completely stupid about wario games at least there is like a why at the end or whatever but yeah i don't watch that show and i never will so there you go (laughs) but yeah at least there's nintendo stuff in there i guess completely off completely off the thing but yeah i think that's it
0: i also saw that they blamed that for why dogecoin dropped was because (laughs) yeah i heard about that because he made jokes or something no it was because he said something about the currency itself but i still like the thought of him. It's because he dressed as Wario that Dogecoin plummeted.
1: Oh, I thought there was another joke in the same episode. Bitcoin plummeted was, was about, too. By the way, yeah, how's your how's the, your Bitcoin doing? Have you did it you? Went,
0: it went bad boys. It went nose down.
1: Oh, it could come back. Just hold on to it till it comes back. Right, you don't have to sell it.
0: The, the one of the big things that pushed it up. There's a few different things, but it was uh, it was when fucking Elon was like, Tesla will start <laughs> accepting payments in Bitcoin for vehicles. And now, and now, not even two months later, he's like, "Oh, we're not going to accept right. that anymore because it's not environmentally friendly."
1: What? They're, they're not they're not they real. Never As it
2: came out, yeah, there was a bit of a some some article came out that that pointed out the hypocrisy of Tesla being about the environment but accepting
1: Bitcoin. Hey, but yeah. Bitcoin's like make believe, right? Kind of like they like they're not real. You can't hold them. They're like, but it requires it's all digital. massive
0: amounts of energy to produce.
1: Oh, them in a sense yeah I thought, it's really hard
0: to explain and i don't even 100 percent understand it but you pretty much literally have to burn fuel to
1: produce bitcoin i thought bitcoin Bitcoin's like on the same level as like santa claus and the easter bunny they're all just like made up but people just like well to pay it's money a made-up thing nothing. at the
0: end it's a digital <laughs> thing that doesn't truly exist but yeah. it took actual resources to produce it still that's ridiculous yeah
1: yeah it is yes <laughs> all right well i think we can add on, end on that note there but yeah um this has been episode 270 and uh we've and you know we uh thanks everybody for listening to us if you want to help out the show uh it's like the equivalent of buying us tea or coffee or something like that go to patreon.com slash and podcast and donate one dollar and you will get access to all of our expansion pack episodes there's over 30 episodes on there and we just did an episode about the worst video game movies of all time. We, we watched them so you don't have to, so you can just listen to us talk Mm -hmm. about them on there. And I think that's worth the dollar right there. (laughs) That's it to what to listen to our two hour talk of that. Instead of watching two hours of any of those movies that are on the list. So, so there you go. Um, also, uh, you know, I, I stream on twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. You can find us on Twitter at, uh, myself, Nintendo underscore domain and Jeremy at J and uh, youtube.com slash Podcast as well. We got we got stuff on there you can check out. I was hoping, hoping to make some more stuff since I have more time, but I haven't put anything up there yet. But there should be, you know, if you want to find all the Animal Crossing songs, which I still get comments about weekly, go there and look at that shit. Or if you want to listen to Jess and I's uh, movie podcast, How Is It Now? We just did an episode about Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, where we talk about interracial couples and Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn and all that stuff. So check that out and how and how's it now? And uh yeah, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson.
2: I'm Jerry I'm Nitter.
1: And thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Yep. on nintendo main i talk about how i godspeed stroke through (laughs) stroke
3: (laughs)
2: having a stroke right now
1: this week on nintendo main we're going to talk about all of the new pre-e3 rumors that are running around those little rumors running around like kids wow it sounds terrible